The year is 2005, and a phoenix is on the rise. Extreme Championship Wrestling has been dead and buried for four years, but there is something stirring six feet beneath ECW's tombstone. Two years ago, World Wrestling Entertainment bought the rights to ECW's video library and in 2004 released a documentary called The Rise and Fall of ECW, greasing the wheels for a hardcore reunion. During the 1990s, ECW was a brash and innovative product whose shockwaves reverberated from Atlanta to New York. At its height, ECW was known for its mature content, unapologetic violence, and awe-inspiring athleticism, and perhaps no two men exemplified a more apt combination of those qualities than Mike Awesome and Masato Tanaka. The two heavyweights battled over the ECW world title in late 1999, and six years later, the rivalry still burns hot. And so, encouraged by the success of the DVD and inspired by ECW alumnus Rob Van Dam, Vince McMahon's sports entertainment juggernaut is doing the unthinkable, promoting a pay-per-view event without the letters WWE on the marquee. The event will be called ECW One Night Stand, to be held at the Hammerstein Ballroom in New York City. And for Awesome and Tanaka, it's a chance to remind everyone, even if it's only for one night, just how special their feud had been. It's a no-rules heavyweight showdown, a rare reunion of titans, and the curtain call for a dying breed of performers willing to do almost anything to earn the adoration of their fans. All this and more, today on... What's up, it's me. Hey, yo, it's me, Jake Hager. Jake Hugger. Jake Hugger, stick my tongue in your mouth. More like the big honk, not the big hurt, the big honk. People call me the big honk. Yeah. (laughs) Most people people around here call me the big honk. Uh, I don't know if you know, but I'm sort of a big deal around these parts. I'm I'm a huge deal. My pecs are just rippling. I'm tall. I'm blonde. I've uh, I've got a pretty sweet beard. I've had two MMA fights. I haven't lost either one of them. I'm the man. Just hung like a moose. <laughs> hey everyone, I'm Bo. When I'm Mike, and you're listening to Tope Suicida. It's what wrestling can be. Yeah, hey everyone, uh, welcome to the show. Uh, trying something different here, real quick. Up top. Give us a follow on Tope Suicida Pod at Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, uh, and uh, yeah, share the pod. Share it. And, share it with and one of your rate friends. It and review it. I just want to get that on the top, just in case you don't make it to the end of these shit shows. <laughs> so I. Uh, that's fair, actually. Yeah. I think that's a good strategy. Yeah, we got we have an audience here uh, today. We have uh, if you caught 
No, you'll hear next week on a Watchamania. It's amazing how different I am when I'm sobered up, right? That is. It's, it, I mean, there's a, complete, a stark I'm like difference. I'm like a legit podcast there's host a, Yeah, no, there's sober. a stark difference between like if you. you listen to the, for me right now, yeah. and then if you listen to Watchamania next week, you're going to hear how fucking shit face I am. Yeah. The, almost the entirety of the three and a half yeah. hours. Bo is absolutely an outhouse of drugs. <laughs> I do edibles, um, but yeah, welcome to this shit house, Mike shit house. Uh, fun show today. We have Russ, uh, Russ Walsh. Yeah. Correct, Rush Walsh. I think I fucked up his name during the announcement. I don't know. Very fun episode. Yeah. Very fun guest. Yeah, it was good. What did we watch? I forget. We watched. Wait, did Mike... I even say who the guests were? Like who the audience was? I mentioned we were having audience. I I'm never sorry. Said, so I'm not fully sober yet. Wait, wait, wait. Did you just say? Did I forget to mention who the audience was? Yeah, because I said I said we have an audience today, and that was uh, Miranda oh, that you'll hear next yes, week. Yes, that's right. On the watch along with us. We've got a Revolution. guest, my good, my good new friend and wrestling comrade now, Miranda. New, 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 new wrestling new, new, comrade. New, new wrestling comrade. Uh, Miranda, hey, she's and here. then Sarah, who's always joining us when we're Sarah's like, no, I was gonna say Sarah's like the Ingrid to Mike's house, but yeah. then I don't want to compare Sarah yeah. to my dog. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like if Ingrid, if Ingrid were a person with hopes and dreams, yeah, and yeah, like yeah. love and better respect, hygiene, better hygiene, better hygiene, better teeth, and like wa- and was bipedal. That would be that Sarah. Yeah. Yeah. Not a double dapple. No. Yeah. As much as you love Ingrid, uh, you're you're like best your best bud, right? Your your dog you've had for a long time. Ten years. Right, yeah. I love Sarah ten times as much. That's right. I've only been with Sarah for three years, so uh you've had Ingrid three times as long as yeah, Ingrid and I have been fucking for way longer. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. I knew. I knew. New bestiality co-host. Oh, no. No. How did this happen? Oh, Smoothly and God, easily, which is it. the problem. <laughs> but yes, next week, next week. No, I would we just, have horrified. I would never, uh, uh, we have horrified everyone in the room. That is not holding a microphone, and actually, I would say also one person that is holding a microphone. Ladies and gentlemen, I just want to clear the air. I would yeah. never have sex with my dog. <laughs> That's right. That, you wouldn't do that. No. You wouldn't do that. No. Mm-mm. For one, she was spayed at a very young age. She doesn't even know what sex is. Yeah. She doesn't know, she's, she doesn't know that she <gasps> was a lady Oh, my dog. God. But I'm Oh, God damn it. I'm, I'm sorry. I, for, I forgot. What did you forget? It's time for two So this one time I, I was at, uh, I went to, I was going to go to Halloween. I was going to be at Halloween with, uh, with the, like going and getting the candy and stuff. And, uh, and I wanted to be Brett, the Hitman Heart for Halloween, right? I wanted to be Brett. And, uh, Sarah's giving me the reel it in sign here for this Tope memory. I don't know why. And, uh, I really my wish da- you would. My dad, um, like I, they, I managed to convince them to get me like a pink leotard, so that I could go, so that I could go as Brett, and because uh, I had I had all the 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 accoutrement of the outfit picked out, and I knew exactly what I wanted to do, um, and I needed like a long wig to look like the hitman, um, and I, I think I was probably like 
uh, I was probably like 11 years old. I went to Halloween. Uh, I went but, to Halloween. <laughs> hey, where are you going this October? I'm headed to Halloween. And uh, my dad um, saw my costume and he was like, no. It was a hard no. He passed. <laughs> He passed on it, <laughs> and instead, road, like, no. and instead, he suggested that I be a member of the Power Team, which was a Christian strongman group that used to do things like uh, blow uh, up, blow up water, that would blow up hot water bottles Jesus. with their lung capacity, for and <laughs> and yeah, rip phone books yeah. in half for Jesus. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, 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 everybody loves the fucking Tope memory now. Everybody's on board with the Tope memory now. Man, it's good. I'm glad that we got that in the show. I'm glad we got that. Uh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you. I didn't mean to interrupt you. It's just that, uh, no, no, you no, know, when you no got a Tope worries. memory, you got to get it out, you know. No you got a Tope memory. Oh, hey. I remember what I was going to ask you. Now it's time to say who you really like. Who do you think is the neatest tights? Who would you pay to see pretend to fight? Who's your favorite? Who's your favorite? Who's your favorite? It's time for Tope Memories. So I, um... No, no, this no. is my story. <laughs> Fuck you. Get out of here. This is mine. My story. Uh, 19 years old, high school. 18? <laughs> senior, senior year. Uh, because I grew up in Texas, when I got here, I was I was the older kid in class because yeah, the way my birthday. Was. I was I actually I senior year I was nineteen. Bo uh, got held back. Bo got no, held no, back. not held back. Because like so, being born in Texas, uh, the school years start differently. Yeah. So I was the young kid, and then uh, I y'all are just really stepping all over my topa memory. And but then when I moved here, because the school started later or whatever. I was already like sophomore year. I was already 16. I had my, I got my license already. Anyway, so 19 senior year, I went and hung out at a party uh, out in the middle of the woods, <laughs> the middle of the woods, and, and this, and this, I gotta get this memory, and I'm at the woods, <laughs> and there's, uh, I'm, I'm sitting around a campfire, and then uh, I go home with my buddy Ryan. Yeah. And uh, I wake up in the middle of the night, like two, two, three in the morning. I go into the bathroom because my thigh itches, my inner thigh, left inner left thigh, and there's a <laughs> there's like a black dot there. What? And I turn on the lights, and I realize it's a tick. What? A tick. A tick. A tick has burrowed no. itself in my left oh, thigh. Oh God! Uh, hanging out around the campfire. No. Uh, I did the uh, bad thing you're not supposed to do, where you take a match or heat it. And so I took a match, a box of matches at Ryan's house, and I, I lit it up. And it kind of backed out a little bit. Yeah, so it backs out, but I think when I did plug it, it still leaves the head in there. Oof. But maybe not because I didn't get Lyme disease. I think if it would have stayed in there, I would have had Lyme disease. But I don't. Uh, <laughs> that's a dope memory there, right there. Uh, welcome to the show, Mike. How are you? How have you been? How does the show work? I always forget how the show works. The show works how I, when I ask. I say I got a question for you. No, we're not doing that yet. Um, but we got some news. Oh, off well, the top rope. I think. If we've got some news, then mm-hmm. you know it's time for that segment that everybody loves and craves every single week. And you know what it's called? Uh, off the top rope. Off the top rope. <laughs> I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. Where's this? <laughs> I don't even know where the news starts. Uh, there's. I think there's a couple things we saved here. Uh, Woo! I pinned one. Uh, Lance Archer officially signs with All Elite Wrestling, so he should be showing up pretty soon. Live I it, bet love he, it, he absolutely. Up Who knows? Fucking hey, that's right. How do you feel do... about the the stupid Warhawk? Oh, my friend, it's called the Murder Hawk. 
that's what's on top of his head. It's a murder hawk. Mm -hmm. And my vote for 2019 shithouse of the year. I'm sorry. Off uh, mic, we just had a uh, clarification that it is indeed 2020. It's 2020. Which uh, but really neutered your argument. No, I, I didn't neuter my <laughs> argument because we only... We don't, no one got neutered. There, No one was neutered. We don't need to use that word anymore. Neutered is not something that we need to say on the Mike, podcast. A bit of castrated mic Okay, here. that's another word that we don't need to use. It's... It, castration is nothing it has nothing to do with the show no one was castrated we don't need to worry right. about that type of stuff uh lance archer fantastic wrestler the reason i said 2019 shit house of the year is because we're only a little ways to 2020 we don't know who the 2020 shit house of the we year don't. is going to be but 2019 is completed so i can say conclusively without a shadow of a doubt the 2019 shit house of the year is lance archer and i am stoked to see that dude in AEW. I counter your shit house of the year with Goldberg, who is the new champion. Get the fuck out of here! Who beat the Fiend in Saudi Arabia at the Super Show. Oh my god, are you fucking kidding me right now? Are you kidding? You put a picture in the news slack that have him standing up by putting all of his weight on the Fiend's balls. Oh, yeah, so that's... I figured yeah. that was a news story. Oh, you know what? Yes. Here's the thing, though. Hmm. I, I forgot to mention, so like 2019 shithouse of the year. Uh, honestly, like uh, I, I, Goldberg is not my pick. Goldberg's not my pick. Lance Archer is a pretty good choice. But what about Raven? Fuck you. Hear me out on this. <laughs> no one even knows. You've been what about me for a week, but no one else on the show knows. What about, what about Raven? Yeah. Though? What about him? All right, we don't have... You no know, one's you, ever followed up with that. Well, yeah, yeah, what about it? You don't have to talk. We don't have to... Boat clearly doesn't have a response, an intelligent response right now. Mm, nope. So it's okay. We'll talk about it later. You can sleep on it. You don't have to give me an answer now. But hey, new Universal Champion, what about Raven? Uh, he's not in the WWE. <laughs> so that's the biggest... I think that's the biggest hurdle in front of him. Also, Asian, Well, it's Asian, anything's yeah. possible. That's what I was told when I was a child. Anything's possible. And that is what Cody told himself when he gave himself the neck tattoo. Oh, That's God, are we going to do the neck tattoo right now? We're really going to do that neck That's tattoo. It. We just oh. Next week, you'll hear us talk about the neck oh. tattoo on the watch along of uh, Revolution, AW Revolution. I, I am so professional compared to the watch along, and I can't get over it. Fans, listen, you motherfuckers. I am on point. All of you fucking fucks fucking suck, except for that one person. Talked about it next week. So now you have to listen to next week's episode <laughs> to know who. I love I'm how the about. more sober you get, the more <laughs> you <laughs> loathe our fan base. Mike, we do so much work. I know we do. We do a lot of work. What do we feel about Cody's tattoo? Oh, oh, Wait, I, no, I'll it. tell you. You responded with what the shit. <laughs> <laughs> In all caps, you said I what did. the shit. I did say what the shit. Uh, Cody's neck tattoo. This is going to be a little uh, SAT prep for you. This is the uh, analogy section of the SAT. I don't know if they still have that. But uh, Cody's neck tattoo is to... Uh, wait, hang on. Cody is to his neck tattoo as Chris Jericho is to... Any guesses? His scarf. No. <laughs> his weird flat pecs. No. His dad... Ab gut. No. Fozzie. Yes! <laughs> Fozzie! Yeah. It only took four. That's okay. Guesses. It's still pretty good. 
Uh, this neck tattoo is Cody's Fozzie because it is a stunning development for a man that seems to be extremely self-aware, very intelligent, that, a yeah. great talker, a tremendous pro wrestler, a funny guy with great timing, and yet somehow he has a blind spot <laughs> big enough to get that fucking neck tattoo. What are what is going on? Are you kidding me? Oh, welcome to the tattoo parlor. What do you want? I want a tattoo hey, that listen. looks like my boots, so, but the size of my fist could just you, right on my neck. Could you put like an affliction transformer <laughs> with the American flag on it, sort of on my jugular? Can Is that you something? put like a like an energy drink logo just exploded on my side of my neck? Just something really tough and cool. Could you uh, put Optimus Prime's like tombstone <laughs> etching on my neck? Is that possible? Is that something you could do? Can you put uh, the argument I had with my dad before he died and we never resolved <laughs> it on my neck? <laughs> that, uh, that, that, I made that up, everyone. I don't know if that probably did Yeah, happen. we might cut that. We might cut that. No, that's really good. I'm going to keep it in. Uh, uh, so. That's all the news we have. That's it. That's off the top row. We hate the tattoo. It's bad. I read on Twitter that Brandy Rhodes appalled with the tattoo, which is very funny to me. That is funny because it's like he, he did not consult Brandy before getting it, apparently. He wasn't or he like, did, and he's like, no, it'll be good. It'll be, good. It'll be fine. <laughs> and Brandy was like, don't get it. You should see the colors are going to be good. The colors are going to be great. <laughs> She's like, I feel like it's a bad call. No, 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 no. It's not that big. It's not that big. It's not that big. <laughs> I feel like you're going to regret this ah, later in life. I don't think so. I don't think so. No, no, no. My dad would have done it. <laughs> no, he wouldn't have. He, I he, knew your dad. He, he was so have... close to a bunch of polka dots on his neck. No. He didn't do it, though. No, it's wrong. He wouldn't have done it. He's, he's looking down at me, it. and he's just looking down. He's like, you are the American Nightmare. I'm glad you put that giant thing on your neck. <laughs> And I'm not against neck tattoos. It's just that one in particular. What's so funny to me is that you have this really open-minded stance about neck tattoos. Yeah, I think they're great. You're like, hey, listen, I'm not the guy that's against neck tattoos. I'm not. I'm all for okay. them. I would like to come out as the guy that is against neck tattoos. Mike is against neck tattoos. One he of the co-hosts of this podcast is against neck tattoos, and his name is Mike. Don't get one. It's bad it's a bad idea that's yeah, some good ones out there oh my god you're crazy you're nuts yeah, Mike, you, were outnumbered. I've seen some you mm -hmm. missed the guy yesterday walking up and down alberta that was rubbing himself on cars um he had a <laughs> it was a alberta alert it was like 18th in alberta this like man with facial tattoos rubbing himself on cars he walked by our our store carrying Pushing a credenza on wheels, actually. Um, roundabouts like two thirty, and he had an A cab tattoo like uh, on his jawline. Uh, okay, so just real, real quick. I'm sorry. Not exactly a neck tattoo, but like pretty, pretty, pretty damn close. Pretty real, good, uh, pretty damn there. cool. Real quick point of order. Real quick point of order, because I don't know what a credenza is. What's a credenza? It's like a like a cabinet of sorts. Yeah, like a little, little dresser um, looking. No, or does this it open is not, up like This a, is not quite a credenza, I guess, but like pretty similar. Is this like a Texas, Oklahoma thing? This might be no, it. This might be it. It's I feel like that's a nice first name um, for someone. It can be like a cabinet. Um, it's generally a cabinet. One door, two doors, sometimes no doors. Credenza Wallace. Uh, 
sometimes they're not uh, a lot. Yeah, a lot of people put them in like entryways or to like hold items they want like to hide. Credenza, Credenza Matthews. Credenza. (laughs) Google it. Mike. Yeah. Have you ever want to know what's in my head? It's Bo's notes. Oh, Bo's no! Notes. Are you, you ready to have God, a fun you time? Bo's notes. Oh, Bo's I'm getting notes. assaulted right now by this impromptu jingle, but that's definitely the jingle from now on. That was really good. It was very good. Uh, before we get to the ill-fated, your favorite wrestler that you that I so rudely interrupted 15 minutes ago. I have my notes. Yeah, bring them. I'm ready. The uh, the couple last couple weeks I haven't been really prepared. Now I'm in the right headspace to do this. Right. I'm ready. I'm prepared to receive your notes. And I'm ready to give you my notes. Bring it to <laughs> the shit house, Bo. Oh, I just closed it. Shit. Oh Hold man. On. All right. Uh, I so these notes are only in reference to NWA about uh. <laughs> Five weeks ago. Great. Perfect. I watched Good. one episode yeah. last night and I made some Bose notes. Perfect. Note one. Uh-huh. Uh, so this is super topical. Ricky Stark's black and red trunks with uh, the chains are great. Fine. <laughs> Fine. Maybe he'll cut you a deal on a new, on a brand new pre-owned uh, Honda Fit. Why is Thunder Rosa's face in that belt? What's up with that NWA woman's belt with the face of the, the champion's picture is in the middle of the belt? Why do they do that? I don't totally know, but I think I it's it. kind of, I think it's a throwback to uh, some old women's title belts, uh, like when um, Fabulous Moolah, maybe Mildred Burke, uh, had it's women's horrible, championships, but and they bad. had these little like uh, headshots in the middle of the belt, like like glamour shots. No, I hear like, you, but like, like movie star kind of like, glamour shots. In like culture, when stuff stuff is bad, we usually get rid of it. I yeah, don't know why it's still around? And you're not into it now? No. Um, it's tacky. It looks tacky. Well, maybe it's tacky. I think it kind of sets that belt apart and is makes yeah, it different makes it than anything else. It's the tacky belt. Okay, hey, who's the champion? I'm the tacky one. Thunder Rosa doesn't need to be the tacky. Well, champion. look, I guess <laughs> we're just gonna we're gonna agree to disagree on this one, Bo. I think it's all right. So the robot vacuum, I got, it's really great. <laughs> okay, got that today. Okay. So I put that in there. That, okay, great. That was a note. That was a Bose note. All right, so I guess uh, we'll wrap up Bose. No, 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 no. There's more. I got more notes. I, I like that the TV title has uh, CBS and NBC plates on the side. Yeah, me too. That's Fun. very cool. The old the logos. Old logos. Yeah, the yeah, old yeah. network TV logos. All right, awesome, everybody. That's been Bose notes. Uh, Zicky Dice is television. He what said is- that. Really? <laughs> he said that, yeah. That's fucking, talking, that's he was, fantastic. He was arguing with Ricky Starks so they had a match. He's like, you're the television champion. Well, Ziggy Dice is television. <laughs> what does that mean? That's it doesn't so mean anything. Um, 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 uh, uh. All right, everybody. Well, well, okay, okay, I have some more notes. Uh, so actually, though, I'm going to get right ahead and tell you that Ziggy Dice is my favorite wrestler. He's my wrestler this week. Well, because I have more notes about him. I know I'm breaking structure here, but like, I love his tights. I love his pads. I love his uh, his dad tattoo. I love his uh, flab. I love him. I love uh, that it cleans up the litter. Uh, I love that it charges itself. Wait, no, now you're I love that it's cute little sweepers are cute. I love that. Uh, Wait, it's cute little sweepers. Yeah, I love. I really love the pink glasses that he wears. Okay, Bo, I think you're mixing up some of your notes here. No, I got more notes. I really love that Eli Drake. I like Eli Drake now. 
And we talked about it wow. next week with the yeah, yeah, yeah. It makes me happy so much yeah. every time I hear it. You've gone in, in the span of maybe like a month, maybe six weeks, from really not liking Eli Drake to being yeah. a huge Eli yeah. Drake fan. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's so good. Uh, uh, James Storm sucks. That's my note. <laughs> <laughs> Sux. So while Eli Drake is great during that segment, yeah. they were arguing with uh with uh Sandow and uh, not Sandow uh Stevens and not Stevens uh. Aaron Stevens, yeah. It's Aaron name. Stevens, correct. And, and our best friend, the question mark. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> there we go. All right, everybody. Oh, no, no, Thanks. We got, I got more notes here. James Storm what? sucks. Uh, he almost made me stop watching the show. Who? James Storm. Oh, man. I yeah. almost turned off the, the Yeah, <laughs> James. Uh, I wish you would retire. Uh, <laughs> I, I question if I should have gotten the one with the mop. Wait. <laughs> No, see, Bo, I feel like you're still... Ma- All right. Trevor Murdoch looks like uh, and sounds like a grown-up Bobby Hill. We discussed that next yeah, week. Yeah, you, 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 next week you kind of brought uh, that up the as Nick, well. The Nick Aldis Marty sit-down was wonderful. The Marty Scroll sit-down Oh, was them great. talking to each other, yeah, like kind of a heart-to-heart. Heart. Yeah, it was great. Yeah. Uh, and Aldis is such a good heel. Heel is all caps. He is. He's a great heel. Yeah. Wow, I feel like you're really on a on a roll, man. What what that's those are Imagine if notes. I watched the other four episodes wow, that that's, seen yet. That's awesome. All right. Well, next uh, what's the next Bo's note? Who's your favorite wrestler? Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> you already know mine, Zicky Dice. Who's your favorite wrestler? Oh man. Uh you know, this week. I'm gonna. Bo is taking a uh, little break from podcasting right now. He's going to get a little swallow of water, as my grandma used to say. My favorite wrestler this week is not a wrestler, but it is a couple of wrestlers, and their names are Nick and Matt Jackson. Why? The Young Bucks. Did you just pick them? Honestly, because they haven't been my favorite wrestlers yet. That's true. And because they work so fucking hard. They're very good. And because they're bringing us AEW. Their outfits are tremendous. Uh, Miranda, one more time. The synchronicity. The synchronicity. They have synergy. They are beautiful, both uh, in the ring together Mm -hmm. as athletes, and their aesthetic is flawless. Mm Mm-hmm. It's like they read each other's minds. I could not Ew. agree more. Very fun to watch. Um, at some point, they were going to be my favorite wrestlers. They're doing God's work right now, bringing us AEW. We're having a great time. They had a, probably the best match on the card uh, at AEW Revolution, the pay-per-view. And that Battle Royale from a few weeks ago was really fucking great, too. The tag it, Royale. Yeah, that they it won. was. It was. They're always in arguably the match of the night. I don't know. What else is there to say? The Young Bucks are my favorite wrestlers. Thank you, Nick. Of the Thank two, you, which Matt. One do you have more? Pick one right now. Matt. Yeah, I agree. Sorry, Matt. Nick. Matt, because Nick's got the natural ability. Matt's the older brother. I'm an older brother myself. Um, Nick and is the merch freak, though. Aunt Nick is the merch freak. Yeah. <laughs> Which is really good. I also think I really like Matt because he has that history of back problems, and they play that up a yeah. lot. And Matt like is also years. Matt is also the one that takes the losses when the Young Bucks lose. Interesting. He's the one that usually gets pinned, at least <laughs> to my memory. Hmm. Interesting. Anyway, there it is. The Young Bucks. Young Bucks. That's your favorite wrestler. Fucking A. Who's your favorite? Who's your favorite? Who's your favorite wrestler? Uh, what do we do next in this show?
have bad news because the is it shit house that I wanted to use. Yeah. I can't find it. Oh. I had it bookmarked and I oh. washed it today, but I guess I unbookmarked it and now I have no idea where it is. Oh no. But do you oh. have I might have I might have just liked it, but I've liked so much since then. So tell me, uh, do you have something ready for me? I do, actually. What is it? Give me one moment. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, in the great Tope Suisi, the tradition of eating things live on microphone, my is it shithouse this week is the Kinder Bueno candy bar. Did we have a Kinder before? We did not. We had a Cadbury Crunchy. Because it, it was really good, though. It was. And as I recall, we both agreed wholeheartedly it was shithouse. We're going to see if the Kinder Bueno can stack up to the Cadbury Crunchy in our hearts and minds in Mike's Is It Shithouse this week. Oh, they're in their own little pre-package inside of a bigger package. Not environmentally conscious, these treats. I'm fucking right. deep throw this thing right at the same Here time, right? Oh, boy. Okay. Well, I really want the fans to hear Here we all go. the plastic. 34 and what are you 30. Are biting two or two deep? I'm, I'm biting one. I'm biting one deep. 34 and 36-year-old 36 36 yep. man. Is it house? Yeah. Kinder Bueno. Commencing in three, two, one. Oh, 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 oh. Oh, oh. Mm. There's a little liquid mm. at the end. Oh, oh, oh. oh what a mm. nice surprise that was. Mm. Nice little granola snap with a little oh. climax at the end. Oh, 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 an essence of hazelnut. Can you hear that? Mm. Hear what? Talking to the listeners. Mm. I shoved the mic directly against my mouth when I was chewing. <laughs> Real audible journey I took them on. ASMR. It's mm-hmm. crispy. Oh, we know all about that. It's crispy. It's creamy. Not peanut buttery, though. That's nope. butterfinger. Mm. Mm. All right. Bo. Yeah. I have two questions for you. Mm-hmm. Is it good? 100%. Yes. I agree. 100%. It's good. Is it shit house? No. I agree. It's not shit house. And here's why. Tell me. Because it is exactly what I thought it was going to be. Nothing was different. I bit into it knowing exactly what I was going to get. I say this now and reflecting on what I just experienced. Yeah. When I did say there was a nice little climax surprise. <laughs> um. Which means that it exploded in my mouth. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Would you say it busted in your mouth? Yeah, it busted. Yeah. Bust in your mouth. Little does your mother know he's already busted in your <laughs> mouth. This was actually Wardlow's <laughs> Is It Shit House this week. Yeah. You guys want to try out my load? No, what? Excuse me? Wardho- Wardlow, <laughs> not, I don't think you know please, what that means. <laughs> Wardlow, can you go back to the, the basement, please? We're trying to do a podcast. Okay, I'll go try on my new vest. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen this one? It's purple. Anyway, uh, no, not shit house at all. I agree with you. It's not shit house. Uh, I do think it's good. I'm really enjoying I'm this candy bar. More of them. There's more. We can eat them. They're <laughs> delicious. 
This candy bar offers absolutely no resistance to you whatsoever as a consumer. At no point are you concerned for your own safety. (laughs) The flavors are uh, very palatable, uh, but also very uh, in the middle of, like, if you were going to look at a rainbow, right? Okay. This would be in the uh, kind of the orange, orange kind of green blue area. No, it would be in the right in the middle. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, you should have said that. Pri- of you the should have prism. said that. You should have said, you know, greens in the. Thanks. Yeah. A science person over here has let me know that greens in the middle of the color spectrum. So this candy bar, delicious. It's green. Uh, you could give this candy bar to little baby children. They'd be fine. Nothing. There'd be nothing about this that could possibly harm them. Too much sugar, maybe. Yeah. Oh, that's sugar's not bad for you. Sugar's good for you. Oh. Uh, do you know okay. Actually yeah. We got a shithouse oh, report. Su- surprise shithouse report. Thanks. So I'm going to just add a little bit of information sure. here. Uh, this is Sarah. Uh, the <laughs> my oh, the <laughs> Ingrid is to Bo as I am to Mike. <laughs> <laughs> as previously established. Um, so I'm just going to uh, give you a little bit more background information about Kinder Chocolate just in general. Uh, to help push it into the shithouse category. So, Kinder Chocolate was banned in the U.S. Do you know why? No, what? Why? Choking hazard. Wait, more so than any other chocolate? More so than any other chocolate because the Kinder... So, the Kinder eggs, they had uh, little toys in them that were not sort of shielded by by like a sort of... It was just kind of in there, in the egg. Okay. So yeah, so U.S. I mean, we're talking about the toy being protected from the child. I think uh, mostly it was the child being protected from the toy, but also I like both. that that other <laughs> perspective <laughs> well, that the U.S. was. Yannick is fighting. <laughs> well, listen, I mean, you can you can ask Mike what I said about children earlier today. We were at work and we did have baby screaming. And what what yeah. did I say about what screaming children do to me? Oh, they get your hormones going no. and that your biological clock is ticking uh, and you're uh, getting rip ready and ready not, to. Not true. It's uh, Avo time, have to baby. Be my fight or flight response. Those eggs are more, flying into where they're the more ovulation often than cycle. Not the response is fight. I get a like physical rage that like I want to physically fight a baby. <laughs> And in that scenario, giving a European uh, kinder egg to a child may be a good solution. Ergo, shithouse, here you go. This is the microphone back. Wow. Okay. All right. I'm going to stand up here. So we've discussed this before a long time ago on an episode far, far in the past. Did we? Uh, I think it was Brian Ro- uh, Robbins episode uh-huh. where we talked about the alphabet. Um, and how kids uh, weren't getting the alphabet. They weren't getting the song. Yeah, they weren't getting the alphabet, right. Uh, you and I, yeah. I think, uh, opposite of Brian, uh, determined uh, scientifically that it's not the song that was the problem. It's the kids that are stupid. So if we yeah. take that info and apply that towards the Kinder Egg scenario, yeah. It's not the Kinder Eggs that are the problems. I think. I think it's the kids are stupid and they're choking on these toys. Why are these kids choking on these toys? They're they're not. They're not. <laughs> the the kids are not actually choking on the toys. It's Amer- it's American parents. 
Uh, <laughs> it's the least. American parents. American parents. American parents. American parents. American parents. Shit house thing in this. Huh? In this God-given earth is American parents. American parents. American parents. American parents. Check out next week's episode. You'll get it. Uh, okay, so not shit house. Delicious though. Delicious, but not shit house. No kids died in this uh, bit. But huh? in the future, what? I think we've uncovered a potential shit house challenge here. Trying you and I take on the Kinder Egg and see if we choke to death. <laughs> Just taking. I don't think they manufacture that egg anymore. You know what? With the toy inside. Well, they manufacture a Kinder Egg because it's on shelves, my dude. I saw it today. Well, if it's fr- on shelves in America, it's toyless. I my saw man. it. Add a Fred Meyer, my bro. So uh, I think me and you are going to have to take a bite out of that Kinder Egg and I'll see which it. one of us drops dead first. I'll do it, but I do not think there's a toy in there. My cupcake. Tune in next week to see whether Bo and I succumb to the deadly Kinder Egg toy or whether we're able to save our own lives through our American male ingenuity and our mind skills. We're not going to do I don't think we're going to. Anyway, here's mine. Uh, so this is a TikTok. You love TikTok, right? Oh yeah, I'm on the talk. So you've seen Star Wars? Oh yeah, I saw the wars. You're a Revenge of the Sith fan, Episode Three. Oh no, I'm I'm not into it. Where uh, where where? Uh, no, no, I think I think it's fight where. I think it's a crime against. Uh, against I, I think it's again. Uh, okay, so some of us fuck with Revenge of the Sith. That shit house. Mm. Now think about think about it really uh, hang deeply. On, hang on. Like the end when he I am. catches fire. <laughs> I, am. Like, ah! I am thinking about ah! it. I am thinking about it. Yeah, it's shit house. Fuck yeah, it is. It's fucking shit house. <laughs> this is the dumbest thing yeah. ever. Yeah. Nobody's like, I loved you. <laughs> it's shit house. It's shit house. <laughs> there's a lot going. There's there's a lot there's a lot of wonderful stuff happening there. <laughs> he jumps hot. <laughs> I can't do it on Doug's voice, but when he jumps, it's very yeah. special. Yeah, it's really good. That's good. That was my shit house. Uh, that was easy, right? Yeah. That was it. Yeah. Good job, Bo. <laughs> Thanks. Where you go? It didn't suck like it normally does every fucking week. <laughs> it does. It's time for Toby Memories. So, uh, in 2000. 2000- Thirteen. <laughs> you can't. No, you can't. No, you can't interrupt me. No, you can't. Uh, I so, had. I was showering and I went to clean my 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 butthole, and I felt. I was like, ooh, ooh. I what? Felt, I felt a sting. I was like, ooh, what's that? And it hurt. It really hurt. And so I reached over. I reached up there, right, and to feel what's going on. And I felt a little. So I felt like a sack of fluid, like the size of a pea. <laughs> Just what? on on my sphincter. What? Uh, so I went to the doctor to get it checked out. Um, 
He called it a skin anomaly. No. Therefore, he doesn't know where it came from or what it is. And uh, so they laid me down on my stomach. I was only, I had a shirt on still, but I pantsless, Donald ducking it, which is appropriate, uh, and laying on my stomach, and uh, they put iodine all over me, all over my butthole. And then they numbed my butthole up. And then two gorgeous nurses came in to help out with this procedure. They were so pretty. And there I was with my butthole just open to them. And uh, so then they they numbed me up, like I said. And one of the gorgeous nurses took a, a razor blade or whatever, a scalpel or whatever. <laughs> And slit open the the, oh the skin anomaly, and I couldn't feel it because I was numbed. But what I could feel, Mike, let me show you what I could feel. Yeah, this, <laughs> just like a tug, it's like a tugging, it's like a tugging, and uh, and it smelled. And uh, so then the nurse finished, and then I stood up. I got up and. Uh, this so there's like paper mat where I was laying on because that's they disinfected or whatever and they throw it away. I stood up and there was it was just brown and red everywhere. I was like, holy <laughs> shit, did that come out of my weird skin anomaly? But no, it was just the iodine had stained the thing. So then, for the next few weeks, I had to put solution on it, like uh, antibacterial solution. So every morning in the shower, I would have to squat by the faucet <laughs> and then just kind of reach around and. Really burns. Ah, ooh, ooh, and it smelled so bad. You have no idea. That's my, that's uh, stupid memory. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, uh... I took my glasses off for that story because I couldn't look y'all in the eyes as I told you the story. I want to apologize. Um... You look like a slob right now. <laughs> Don't move. I didn't. I when when I started doing this podcast, I didn't know. That this is what it was going to be. I thought we were going to do, like, I thought we were going to have fun. I didn't know we were going to have the, like, talk about butthole sis. You have no idea how many skin and otherwise related stories I have in my back pocket for this Topi Memories. A segment that you created to fuck with me. You didn't know I had so much shit <laughs> to throw on you. And now. You're just laying in your own filth, your bueno filth, ashamed that I've got you at your own game. I got you. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, I feel like we've got a real uh, great guest coming up next. We got a real great guest coming yeah, up. Yeah, but more. We've got, we've got, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We got we got a great guest. Uh, but we've also got a real Frankenstein's monster situation on our hands here. I don't know what I'm going to do about it. I'm going to sleep on it and pray on it a little bit. But uh, in the meantime, why don't you guys enjoy this episode that we have with our good Mm -hmm. friend and fellow improviser, Russ Walsh. Uh, He's a hell of a guest. (laughs) You almost said Wallace, didn't you? I've almost said Russ Wallace about seven times. No, I didn't almost say Wallace. I'm doing the edit. I'll let you know if you said it or not. I didn't almost say Uh, Wallace. Did we we say what the match is earlier today? Earlier in this? I think you cut me off. Maybe I might have. So we're going to be watching Mike Awesome versus Masato Tanaka at ECW One Night Stand. That's the first one from 2005. Uh, we had a really good time with Russ Walsh. <laughs> <laughs> the match was a lot shorter than I, I remembered it being. Our guest. But it was fun. 
It was a short match, but I think that Bo, myself, and our guest, Russ Walsh, really enjoyed it. So I hope you do too. Check it out right now. Tell us more about college. Uh, college. Ooh, baby, what a time it was. Parties every evening. Studying every day. Quick question for you, Russ, about your college experience. Yeah, what's up? Did you or did you not boogie? And if so, <laughs> was it with the foxes? Uh, I boogied with the foxes, baby. I went into the woods. <laughs> Ooh, he's bad. No, these are literal foxes in the woods. Oh! I we would raid chicken coops. Oh. And and um, I was known as the Weaselman. And uh, <laughs> I don't know what's happening right now. Uh, sorry, I was telling my dark backstory. <laughs> okay, uh, uh, where are you? Fr- where are you from? By I'm the from, way, uh, uh, I'm from Central Washington. So uh, maybe he town. actually is the fucking Weaselman. No, Central this Washington. is a goof. I'm sorry. I already. This is a, a outlandish premise. I know this is a very grounded show. But it's, <laughs> well, it is named after an aerial maneuver. So, mm-hmm. yeah, which eventually lands on the ground. So we it's get a pretty, show. We get pretty crazy, though. We get, yeah. a little, we get pretty, I don't know about you, but we get pretty wacky here. <laughs> yeah. wacky, we get a little bit yeah, wacky. It's a pretty wild scene here. So, Central Washington, so like what town? Um, it's a little town called Prosser, Washington. I'm not actually seven foot eleven. I wanted to say I hail from Seven Eleven. Oh no! Which is my regular uh, go-to I spot to get, get Gatorades. Oh, no. Maybe a nerd's rope. Or is this oh, has the no. podcast started? Yeah, it's on. Yeah. Oh, well, okay. here's I, also for the record, I was supposed to do your ring announcer intro. Oh wow! Listen, Bo Rosser had to do the Prosser <laughs> Washington person. That's true. It was in the. It was written in the law. The town was named after. Um, either a, a sex instrument like Dil- Dillo. What is it? Where is that town? What? No, There's hang a town on. Hang called on. Dillo. I want to say Montana. It could also be in Canada. I remember watching this a while back. That one of uh, I think Colbert or somebody went there. Okay. And it was a big big deal at the time. So Bo Rosser, I was reading the contract to come onto the show because you had yeah. to sign a lot mm-hmm. of official paperwork. Mm-hmm. Um, Bo said if it rhymes with my name or some sort of sex instrument. I will. I I get to announce it, so I yeah. I will defend Bo on this one. Wow, you guys had a lot of like very serious legal talks yeah, that so here, I wasn't privy to. Here's yeah. what's pretty cool because you just said that. That means when I poke and prod Mike throughout, you can join in on the fun. Yeah, because you're on my side now. Yeah, Justin was also on my side. I don't know that that's true. I, it's happened in the episode. I feel like he's misremembering. Well, who's the face and who's the heel of the podcast? Oh, um, uh, Bo's the baby face. Bo's the baby yeah. face. Bo's the baby face. I'm, I'm the heel. a goody. I'm a goody two shoes. Yeah. I'm a little sweetie. And I never, I never um, act mean or rude to anyone. So I'm probably going to team with Bo here. 
Thank you. Man. Mike, I Good. see you now. You're wearing sting face paint and you're smoking a jewel, <laughs> which is immediately what uh, no. a baddie would he's, do. He's got his shirt off, freshly pierced nipples. They're very <laughs> swollen. <laughs> Chewing four pieces of gum at once. He's got a big old hawk and ball in his you, gums. You have, a head t- you have a head of tattoo that's the letters crime. It's <laughs> the letters crime. And I'm like, this guy is bad for fucking news. Can I curse? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Please yeah. curse. Um, and you were just blowing jewel smoke right into my face. You are the pinnacle of a heel. Because if a kid saw you, they'd say, pretty cool. I want to do that. But yeah. Sure. And you know especially you when you do. turn at him, you're like, yeah, be cool like the jewel. Because <laughs> yeah. you're Mike the Jewel Whitman. Jewel. <laughs> Mike the Jewel Whitman. <laughs> smoke him if you got him. Jewel of the desert. <laughs> jewel of the desert. 12 carats in this jewel, baby. Smoking cactus flavored jewel. You know what you got to do when if you want to be cool, you got to get your knuckles tattooed. Oh, man. You got to get your nuts tattooed. Gonna, yeah. Um, uh, I, I see your knuckle tattoos now. They're slap hard. <laughs> slap hard. That's, you got them on the wrong sides of your hands, though. So they read backwards. Splat. 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 Or whatever. Splat. Draw. Splat. Draw. Yeah. He's a big Splatoon fan. That's what you say before every match. Splat. Draw. Okay. That's my impression of a Splatoon person. So we have. kid. Sorry. Russ Walsh. Here with us today. In the shithouse. Yeah, I immediately threw the podcast into chaos. And I'm sponsored by 7-Eleven, like I said earlier. Head to toe, he's in. It's really unnerving. <laughs> you know Brock Lesnar's Jimmy John shorts? I'm, yeah. yeah. I, oh, I'm wearing those right now, <laughs> but I modified the Jimmy John's logo yeah. into a 7-Eleven, which is easier than you'd think. You actually stitched over the Jimmy John's, but it's still visible. The red and, and the white are and still to visible. Me, his thighs are so massive, I look like I'm wearing a muumuu. <laughs> yeah. um, it's beautiful. I've never seen a man in so much red, white, and green at the same time. Yeah, I know. It's really something else. Uh, yeah, Russ is a is a master improviser. Master, master yeah. S- someone that uh, we have watched from afar yeah. for months now. Because I've only been doing improv for like a year. Mm-hmm. I feel like Bo is probably about the same because I yeah. think we were in our same kind of level yeah. one class. The and babies. we were we were like, oh my God, who's this extremely funny dude? Uh, you're performing all the time at Kickstand yeah. and probably other places. Yeah. Yeah, so it's great. It's fucking awesome to have you here, man. Yeah, yeah. thank you for having me. Mm-hmm. Uh, tell us everything. It's kind of funny because you're calling me an improv master, but then I come here and I am kind of like the wrestling student. Because uh, uh, We are fact, wise. Because the fact mm-hmm. of the matter is, so I am a wrestling fan. I like to consider myself a wrestling fan. Not a casual anymore. I would have said, like, I'd been to, like, a Royal Rumble or two at a friend's house growing up. Uh-huh. But, like, it was about, I don't know, when, when did I start getting into wrestling, for real? When did Lucha Underground come around? 20... I, I as like a child... 2015 or Yeah, 16. 2015. I did not start watching wrestling until 2015, which, I guess that is a lot, that's five years, but as we've been learning recently, like, I've been following the industry a little bit more, you know, following the work and stuff. Um, I think that they like Raw and SmackDown. They're like two million viewers are all over the age of fifty-five. <laughs> yeah. So I feel like Whoa. most people are like children when they start watching wrestling, and I had no interest because I thought wrestling. Uh, I I was obsessed with cartoons. Wait, careful, careful yeah. what you say. I next. thought cartoons. I I I was like cartoons and wrestling, and I thought wrestling was 
a boring sport. <gasps> Kill him. He's dead. I thought it was a boring sport. However, because you were anti-sports, I was anti-sports. Okay, okay. Yeah, I to me wrestling is like it's like they throw each other. I don't know what this is. Though I, I have a funny anecdote. As any, you, do you guys know like Kanikuman and Ultimate Muscle and stuff? Ultimate Muscle, Ultimate yes. Muscle, yeah. I've heard of. Rubber, I watch that cartoon every week for a full two years straight during its run. Loved it. Watched every episode. I had no idea it was a professional wrestling cartoon. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was combat. I thought they were fighting. <laughs> Never for a, in a million years did I ever think it was wrestling. It was so weird. But um, so obviously I would have been a fan. It is one of those things where if I had watched it as a kid, I would have loved it. Yeah. Mm. Is but, there is what was the main reason that stopped it? It was it the sport. It was purely like the whole sports presentation of it. Okay. Uh, and, and you know it. I'm sure John Cena was the guy. Uh, when I was a kid, I don't know. I would have probably, if I was to have start watching WWE, that would have been like ruthless aggression and stuff, right? Okay. Yeah, the worst. Yeah, because you're about Russ wrestling. is about ten years younger than us, yeah. give, give or take. So yep. John Cena was. They played him up as like you know a sports star. Like they played him up mm. like he's big and strong and he picks people up and he throws them. He wasn't like a big per. You know, John Cena. Say what you will about him. He wasn't like a big personality. Like the hustle, loyalty, and respect. They're like. Right. To me, that might as well be a football player. Yeah. Right? Yeah. He right. The sure. No, totally. Yeah. Like, I, if like there was a macho man who is like the ultimate big character, I would have been attracted to that. But like when John Cena was the main guy, there there was nothing to attract me to it. That's so interesting. So yeah. you might there's like an alternate. The in the there's an alternate timeline in which Russ is our age. Mm-hmm. And he grew up with a macho man, Randy Savage, fucking wrestling buddy, and he lo- and he loves wrestling yeah. for his whole Hold life. On. How sad is this, Russ? I'm sorry, because this is sad. Yeah. Because the 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 decade of difference, our wrestling as kids was macho man Randy Savage, and you had like Batista. Batista. Yeah, Batista. <laughs> you know, like. Guys with tattoos, like I didn't yeah, yeah, yeah. When he had like, the belly button tattoo, Batista yeah. and Orton, the tribal sun around his belly button. Yeah, <laughs> all those dudes. Would you say ruthless aggression is at the height of them pretending, or like that's like the beginning of sports entertainment, full blown? Like this is we are preventing presenting this as a faux sport. And I think Vince would have Vince McMahon would have us think it started way sooner. Vince what- told the athletic commissions that it was fake in the late eighties. He was like, I don't want to pay this, yeah. like the fees and stuff, and like go through all the precautions that you have to go through for <laughs> real sports. Yeah, this is a show. So yeah, that happened at least behind the curtain. It happened way earlier. Yeah, it, it's t- yeah. So all I'm saying is that like I did not grow up with wrestling. It was not until I was really into video games, but I was too I couldn't afford them in college. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. So I listened to a lot of video game podcasts. Yeah. And video game, it turns out people who review video games for a living, a lot of la- crossover, you know, a lot of lapping interests with uh, with wrestling. No. And for some reason, I WWE never, it's still, the childhood stigma, it, it still for me has never really gone away. I will watch WWE stuff if people hype it enough. Uh-huh. Yeah. You know, if it's like, uh, I watched the Royal Rumble earlier. Um, what else? I I did watch. <laughs> I officially said I'm not going to pay for the network after uh, Hell in a Cell. But <laughs> 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 but, we, I don't but think uh, we even watched it. Yeah. yeah. 
But um, that was like the first one I ever watched just by myself. Like I was like, I'm just gonna sit down and watch this, put it on the background, and work on something. And it was, it was. Like, which do you remember? Which year exactly? No, this was the last one. Oh, this was the, the most oh, recent Hell in oh, a Cell. Okay. Yeah. And then you felt bad, and you said they should feel bad. Yeah, too. yeah, yeah. Oh, was uh, this Bray Wyatt? Yes. And Daniel Bryan in the cell? No, no, or, Seth Rollins. This but it was, was the red light was on though. The red this... light was on. And the, <laughs> the, the, the jackhammer. Oh, don't oh. use it, Seth Rollins. Oh. oh, Seth Rollins. The children are all these children who lo- must like you because you have so much charisma. <laughs> Seth Rollins, we love you and your Seth, greasy hair. Seth, no, this fucking dweeb. Uh, <laughs> oh, don't. Don't compromise your moral integrity hitting the creepy pasta wrestler. Oh. Don't do it. Triple H, no. But um but um so yeah. So it was Lucha Underground in 2015. I was listening to podcasts and the way if you talk about that show out of context, it's about a parkour man, John Morrison, battling right. um young Ricochet. Oh, why did I say that? Oh, I was Rick O'Shea at the time. With the hyphens, yeah, Rick O'Shea, That's so yeah. lame. Yeah. Well, actually, yeah. it's a cool name, but yeah. <laughs> now he's just now he's just Ricochet. Um, it was young Ricochet, and then like uh, 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 what is his name? I don't know what he goes by now. El Dragon, and then Pentagon was there though. Mm-hmm. We have, we grew to fell in love. Pentagon was a like jobber at the beginning of Lucha. Yeah, then he became a monster heel. Yeah. So Mike hasn't seen any Lucha Underground. That's going to yes. be one of our watch alongs eventually because I've seen most of it. I haven't yeah. seen season three, most of season three or four at all. So not only was I one of the only people who watched Lucha Underground. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's also my first ever wrestling product. And what drew you to that specifically? Like, it, Well, uh, it just sounded insane and it sounded like, honestly, it sounded like a batshit anime. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, and um, the characters were larger than life. Um. And, you know, and it had, as it said, it had Phoenix and Ricochet and, like, all the best high flyers right now. Yeah. And so you'd watch it, and it was, it, those first two seasons are so fucking good. I, I enjoyed the shit out of them. They're, like, legit, super great seasons. Third season, it's okay. They kind of went a little too long and kind of lost its way. Yeah, that's when I fell off. And the fourth season, they made their monster heel Jack Swagger, which is (laughs) not a good sign. I mean, it's working for him in AEW, I think. That, that's because they have a uh, the captain of the Jericho, Jericho Cruise yeah. fucking riding. Anyway. Um, <laughs> Big Hurt! Big Hurt! Big Hurt! Jack Hager's here in the ring. What's he doing here? We're in Maroon from head to toe! They, My God! Tony Schiavone! <laughs> I can't even fucking... Yeah, they like tried to um, transpose Pentagon Jr.'s gimmick, which he still does, the whole breaking people's arm. Yeah. Oh, they've, yeah. They've kind of killed it in AEW recently. He hasn't done it in a while. Yeah. But um, but he, well, they, they haven't like wrestled the, in a while. So this last week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now correct me if I'm wrong. Lucha Underground has pre-edited kind of uh, vignettes. Yes. Like cinematic vignette, corny cinematic vignettes that are played between matches. Professional lighting. The camera's not there. It's a soap opera. They have a legit aesthetic. Like they're going for a B-level grindhouse. Yeah. El Santo kind of thing they're going for. Cool. It's very cool. Okay. Interesting. Sometimes it works. Sometimes it Yeah. When the wrestlers are good actors, it works. When they're bad actors, a lot of the luchadors, because they're trying to do English as well it's probably yeah, second yeah. language and it's just like well this doesn't work when but it's phoenix still great was uh trying to be make like i think phoenix the there was a in kayfabe like romance story phoenix was like checked out he's like looking around like i love you so much I, it was anakin skywalker levels <laughs> <laughs> uh, like, 
Good for you. Listen, hey, Phoenix, I love you. Fan of the show. <laughs> Big are, friend of the show. You are uh, a king. Your name, Ray Phoenix. You are the King Phoenix. You will always rise again in my eyes. And if you do get an acting career, I will apologize for the segment. But all, those were not good. <laughs> He's a friend of the show. He's going to listen to us and be like, I have to get into acting He's going to jump now. so high and kick me. <laughs> but that dude can run yeah. across the fucking top Does it every rope. time. He can run across the top He's rope. He's Russell Jesus. He walks on ropes he, like they're water. He's insane. That yeah. dude is fucking crazy. So, uh, I was just now chuckling at the Jesus joke. It was a delayed <laughs> <you>. chuckle. <laughs> Just in general, okay, I'm, I, this is also kind of a new thing for us because we typically bring people on that either don't like wrestling, don't have any experience in wrestling, whatever. This is our first time having someone on the show that actually likes wrestling. Yes, I am, mm-hmm. I, I am a junior wrestling fan. It's kind of, I thought it was kind of interesting coming on and being more of like, I, I, I know the basics, but I've never really gone very far back. Yeah. I've never touched really, I've. I started at Lucha Underground, and I've kind of just been going forward since. I've never gone back and watched a Nitro. Yeah. I don't know a thing or two about uh, ECW. I don't Perfect. even really know what it is. Paul Heyman was there. Cool. He was probably there. used the word bitch once. which He probably said bitch yeah. numerous yeah. times and, um, and meant it. Oh! And it was, yeah. Though the funny thing about wrestling is that as you get deeper in, it's like, oh, nobody goes away. <laughs> No, that's true. <laughs> yeah, because no. they have nothing. It's not. This is not me saying it's bad. They most of them have nothing else, and they got to make some kind of money in their older age. And it's like, mm-hmm. as long as they're not wrestling. Would, hey, if you're uh, if you're running a restaurant and you're free that weekend, you know, make some true. cash. That's throw true. Around the Scott Steiner style. Maybe come actually, out, put on the stripes, be a ref, a guest ref. I heard Kevin Nash sort of say that exact same thing, where he was like, if you were standing at an ATM, and it kept kind of kicking out 20s like $20 bills every couple of minutes how long would you stand there yeah. <laughs> yeah you know like it's not a ton it's not like a million dollars coming at you yeah. but if it's just like if you give me a steady stream well, of for 20s, him though it was a million dollars it was a million dollars <laughs> yeah that dude made made tons and tons of money so the, the only question i have for you that's really interesting uh the only question i have is like just in general uh being an anime fan a fan of cartoons and stuff uh when you saw lucha underground when you saw wrestling and you weren't, um, I guess, pressured to like it by outside forces or something like that. Like when you discovered it for yourself and it made sense to you. Yeah. What about it did you like and what have you grown to like love and like make you keep watching this stuff? You know, there are a lot of things. I mean, obviously, everybody's going to be attracted to the athleticism. And yeah. Like the, but like what I've come to really appreciate is I just love an ice cold promo. Uh-huh. I just love it when people say rude, nasty shit to each other <laughs> and then they can back it up with their wrestling. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, I love it. And it's like there's something about like just a really cold, ice blooded. And so I, I just get attracted to the personalities and stuff. Awesome. This yeah. is giving me a great idea that we should bring Russ back mm-hmm. to do a promo Hall of Fame episode right. okay. where it, we, instead of watching matches, we watch promos yeah, that'd be fun. and then we talk about the promos. Uh, yeah. I that'd mean, yeah. that's like, I, I just like, like big characters and big personalities though. I like, obviously like I love, I don't know. There's, it's tough for me. Cause I'm like, I do like wrestling. The wrestling part is like, if you don't have it, what are, what's going to back up the promos? Yeah. Yeah. Then it's like a wrestling comedy show. Check out Plow, everybody, February 18th at Kickstand Comedy. 
And <laughs> That's right, Portland Legends of Wrestling. How often does Plow play, though? This will come out in March. What? This episode will come out in March. So, oh. how often does Plow? Oh, I think it's coming back in May. I'd have to. I'll plug it in the episode. I'll okay. look it up. Mm. But um, being an asshole, you were supposed to call me out for plugging my own nope. shit. No, we love uh, it when people plug <laughs> nope. their stuff. Love okay, it. Uh, guys, be meaner to me. <laughs> I need, I, I need the baby face. Oh right, right that, now. I forgot on the heel. You're supposed to really take you. It come to- on my show. <laughs> you come on the jewel sparkle hour, and you promote your own material so- without my permission. Listen, I'm standing up for myself, Mike. You son of a gun. You make me sick. Oh. You and all these pathetic human <laughs> leeches. Humans? Oh, no. <laughs> these pathetic human leeches in the audience right now. <laughs> You're not supposed to attack your podcast listeners? What about the five-star ratings? Oh, what no. We fuck the listeners. Yeah, you know, these yeah. fucking listeners. They, they, Sometimes they, they listen to the show and say fucking thing about it i love that the one area in which bo is a heel is is insulting (laughs) and alienating our audience like it was like john morrison just came back to wwe right first thing he did was like the fans okay listen how dare you listen okay so last week's episode which when this one comes out was last month and it still probably has like 10 listens I promoted it so hard <laughs> and no one's listening to it Mike is it the best and goofiest piece of shit we've ever recorded I think it's the best podcast anyone's ever done in and the history no of the one's world. listening no to one's it listening. because they're jackasses. Yeah. Jabronis. But we love you. Wow! Now I'm the only. Now I'm getting that baby face shine. You oh my! Both, God. You both. You should stand with your fans because they'll stick with you no matter what. Huge pop from the crowd. Wow! I just, <laughs> oh, I just heard it coming from your voice into your iPhone. Oh my God! Ross, Thank Ross, you. Ross, oh, Ross, Ross, this is exactly Ross, what I wanted. Ross, Ross. <laughs> Wow. Oh, so see, that's wrestling's the show. fun all the time. Yeah. Wrestling. Here's a wrestling to me. Wrestling is, uh, you know. It's real life. There'll be time for that. Shut up. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> wrestling. Pro, everything is pro wrestling. We yeah. live in wrestling world now. Everything is mm-hmm. pro wrestling. It's like what I say about improv. You got you to gotta yes and life. <laughs> Shut and the then, fuck up. Is that, wait, do you get wrestling and improv mixed up? Because you Shit. did a stunner on me a couple days ago. This is, uh, that's what I say about wrestling. Uh, <laughs> pin, pin them when they're down. <laughs> Is that why you tried to pin me in an improv scene? <laughs> Wait, right, what happened? You... Hang on, I missed no, this. this I missed a, this jam. This, this is a goof. This is a goof. You are. Yeah. Uh, you... <laughs> he only broke my ankle. <laughs> I was really hoping it would be fun. Was that a jam that I missed? Oh <laughs> man! He only put me in a handful of submission holds, and I tapped out. I was the weenie on this one. Well, you gotta, you gotta think of your long-term career when you're in those submission holds. Somebody's got you in a in a hammer lock. No, no, I am just lock. squeezing his finger. I was like, does this hurt? Does it hurt? <laughs> That's all it was. It's the pe- petite done. <laughs> <laughs> Think about your favorite wrestler, because we want to know who your favorite wrestler is. But yesterday, also, this is going to come out in March, but yesterday we learned was Russ's birthday. Oh. So, Mike and I... Got you a cupcake, oh a sexy little birthday oh, cupcake, cupcake. Up. Got this cupcake. Oh. Here comes, here 
They they set this all up so I could be the biggest baby face ever. It's my birthday. It's my birthday. Birthday podcast. Now they're shoving the cupcake in my face. Take it. Take it all. Make a wait. Wait. Take a picture. Don't get shit. It's your birthday. Gonna be marketing for the podcast. Birthday marketing. Ah, oh, and we don't have to pay the fees, the the royalty fees for ha- for singing Iconic. Happy Birthday. Oh, you were below. To sing it? I thought this was Look supposed to smoke. be. No, no, no. Oh, that's great. It's wafting. Wow. Happy Birthday, <laughs> Russ. And guess what? Yeah. There's a lot more. So we there's can a have lot. Some yeah, there's too. a lot. If you if you're not into Funfetti, then we got a bunch of different oh, I ones. Love okay. So cool. we have Funfetti. It's um, a party. Mine. <laughs> <laughs> there's two. Red Velvet. There's yeah, two. you're. No, that's fine. Don't worry. Uh, this is uh, not yours either, so you can. Oh, that one's yeah. I got the I got this chocolate and, cherry. And then you can choose uh, whatever you want, my liege. I'll on it later, maybe. Okay. Okay. You, you better. Yeah, I'm gonna eat them. Honest, you don't. I probably would have chosen the funfetti. Never uh, funfetti uh, is the most fun. I mean, I've had funfetti, but like boxo kind of never had it for me. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we got your favorite. Wait, did you say your exact favorite wrestler? No, I have not yet. Who is your favorite wrestler? My favorite wrestler, probably ever, the guy who like solidified like, oh, I like this wrestling shit, is probably Pentagon Jr. Yeah, good. In AEW, you might think of him as like Phoenix's friend or his brother. Mm-hmm. Oh, that is wrong. He's really good. I hope he gets to singles eventually. Mm-hmm. As good as their tag team is, he is just such a venomous, nasty heel in terms of just like the amount of pain he wants to inflict people and how he just wears on his face is so... Good. His mask and chin paint is terrifying. Yes, he is a scary motherfucker, and mm-hmm. I love him. I love him. However, he has not been doing super hot in AEW. Like when you are in terms of just in ring work, if anybody was paired with Phoenix, they yeah. look bad. Right. And Pentagon, he has like, oh, he's so good at like the in ring, like making your like a good baby face look. So <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> he's just stop he's already dead yeah 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, um, but yeah i i am a huge pentagon fan however he's not on the top of the world right now unless like he's doing something awesome in mexico and i'm not watching it he probably is he's probably like killing it somewhere and we just haven't seen him um darby allen man he's he came out of nowhere for me right like, aw and anytime he's on screen i am just endlessly entertained mm-hmm. i i just look at him and he is he is not a person who should be on TV. Mm-mm. He doesn't look like it. <laughs> I don't know what his style is. And he's just, uh, everything he does is so fun and awesome. And the coffin drop is so great. Yeah, it's really good. Like, Mike, I got a question. Hold, hold on. Shut up, shut up, Russ. Mike. Yes, sir. Yes, yeah. sir. How's that cupcake? I've seen like weird nibbles. I've been watching you nibble on it weirdly. I'm savoring it. What's the matter? What the jewel can't savor a fellow jewel? He's stuffing. Try. He's trying to stuff it into his jewel pod so he can vape it. <laughs> he's trying to like make out with his jewel pod and like tug it in, and it's not normal, Mike. I'll tell you what's normal. <laughs> he just a plume of smoke is around his head. <laughs> can you see him? It's like fucking mysterious. Let me ask you something here. about Darby Allen. I want to ask you two things. Mm-hmm. One, uh, is it me or is Darby Allen one of the few guys where when he starts to do something like high risk, mm-hmm. you get legitimately scared because you're not sure what the fuck is going to happen? <laughs> yes, he is insane. That helps out too. 
Yeah, me too. Like when guys do like contrived spots with like, oh, we're gonna get suplexed to the floor off the top mm-hmm. rope, yes. and like no one, that's not gonna happen, right? Mm-hmm. When he's up there, I've seen like I don't know that that's not gonna happen, and that makes it really fun, but yes. also scary to watch. Have you watched his skateboarding compilation yet? No. He posted on Twitter. It is just his worst falls, <laughs> and I'm like, okay, I can see in. It's the classic thing where you're when you watch him wrestle, you're like. Why would you ever do this? But if you watch some of his skateboarding falls, you're right. like, to him, he's like, oh, nothing. <laughs> Jumping off of the third rope, he's like, who cares? Ah, no big like, deal. After falling off like a public monument at like two stories. <laughs> oh, God. But yes, to 100%, his high-flying spots are crazy, and there's no pageantry to them whatsoever. They just look like, what the fuck? He just this throws his doing? body into everything. Yes. Maniac. I really love him. As and well. then, my second question about Darby Allen. Uh... Where where do you how do you feel about the jean shorts? Where are you gonna land on the Tobias Funke never nude jean shorts? I okay. love that he he is. I think that they used to be a pair of jeans he wore, uh-huh. and then he or like a pair of pants he wore, and he's like, I need a, oh, I need a, <laughs> I need wrestling gear. Oh, I don't want to contact my friend's grandma to buy a stupid fucking pair of trunks. Uh. I'm gonna be on TV tomorrow for eight hundred thousand people <laughs> plus a million more over DVR. Uh, I'll just wear a pair of fucking shorts. He, I don't even have any shorts. Uh, anybody with scissor? Does anybody have a scissor? <laughs> I'm sure his necklace was just like his wife was like, you need to wear something that makes you more of a wrestler. He's like, yeah, man, whatever. <laughs> I love him. Have you seen the coffin draw? That's wrestling enough. Yeah, yeah uh, man. I, I, He's married to Priscilla Kelly, right? Correct. I just like this idea that she's like, come on, honey, you got to do something. <laughs> like motivate him. Like, man, I just want to skateboard. I just want to skate and drop. I can't imagine skate and cough and what, drop. What does he do in his <laughs> off time? What, like, what does he do when he needs to sit at his home and relax? Listens to Bauhaus. <laughs> he just goes on like, the Tiger Jaw forum and argues yeah. about what the lyrics mean. <laughs> he just has a little room that's just a little tiny canvas of like wood and plank that he just does ollies on. Like He practices ollies there with Bluetooth headphones. Hey, Priscilla always comes in. He's like, get out of here, Priscilla. Honey, I'm doing dinner, my ollies. Honey, dinner, dinner's ready. <laughs> Not now. I'm ollieing. <laughs> Priscilla, did, my, did that rare printing of fucking uh, uh, Andrew Jackson Jihad come in yet? <laughs> I've been waiting for that shit for two months. Honey, you never bought that. What? You said it was too expensive. Oh, yeah. Right. Right. I guess I'll come inside now. Yeah. He's just so bummed out. I guess I'll just come inside. And, <laughs> and then, like, for dinner, it's just, it's like pot roast and mac and cheese. <laughs> he's like, he's like, <laughs> now he swings his head about. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's what yeah. he's doing at the table. He doesn't want to eat. It's like, baby. <laughs> just looking like a snake. He, he only eats, like, half of his plate. He's like, I'm already half full inside. <laughs> Your hair is so shiny right now. I can't even look at you. <laughs> so it's funny you mentioned that you're like, oh, I don't know. Like, I haven't watched any Nitra. I haven't watched any ECW. And we were trying to think about what match to pick for you. Like, where mm-hmm. to start, right? And it's, uh, I, I was jogging my memory. And you mentioned, you said the word overpowered in your description. You were like, mm-hmm. I like characters that are really overpowered. Yeah, I do. Like, I like a good, like, uh, title run person who is just like the fucking venomous person i love a good venomous uh so sob is what we we'll call him cool so what came to mind when i read that was 
a match between Mike Awesome and Masato Tanaka at ECW One Night Stand in 2005. This is after ECW has gone out of business, Mm -hmm. uh, but the WWE is bringing the brand back for one night only. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, it turned out to be not one night only. But for one night, it was uh, beautiful again. And at this pay-per-view, they brought a bunch of uh, ECW guys back. They set up an ECW ring. And uh, you had this tremendous like nostalgia factor mixed with unbelievable wrestling. Um, and the match that Tanaka and Mike Awesome put on, as far as I'm concerned, was probably the best thing that they did with each other. Yeah. Uh, that I've seen anyway. I haven't seen all their matches. Uh, but it's got thrills and chills and violence. And I would say both men are... Uh, superhuman in this match, so I'm very excited to show and it. And one you. of them, if I recall, I hope he has it, has a very glorious mullet. Ooh. Does Mike have a mullet in this Ooh. one, or did he get it cut? I don't know if Mike still has the mm. mullet in 2005. Uh, I, I so. w- it will be interesting to see because I mm. for, I forget. I'm probably thinking of an earlier WCW thing. Maybe. Very famous mullet, Mike. Awesome. We'll see. A, pa- a powerful mullet. Powerful mullet, powerful man. Uh, podcasting bro. Podcasting bro. Uh, so, yeah, I think let's just go ahead and uh, let's get to it, fellas. Ladies and gentlemen, the Rogers and Hammerstein ballroom and convention multiplexes Back to the rafters with four loco and slipknot t-shirts, which can only mean one thing. Extreme Championship Wrestling has risen from the grave like the high priest Emotep awakening to find Brendan Fraser gallivanting around Cairo like an ass while talking mad shit about his girlfriend. This is ECW. Man, those cupcakes are good. I stuffed that whole red velvet in my mouth. One this huge gob. This is really gob. good. Have I had hot pot? Yeah, once. I don't think so. Uh, as I recall, I had it uh, years ago at Pock Pock. Ooh, fancy living. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah. I mean, I get, yeah. He's a fancy boy. Just <laughs> accept it. Not as fancy, fancy as it is now, I'm Maybe sure. You see Mike, get him the wings. But, yeah. <laughs> Mike's here. Get him the wings <laughs> in the side of Etamame. <laughs> All right, let's start the match. (laughs) Up next is a clash between two former ECW heavyweight champions. And first down the aisle is Mike Awesome, who, by the looks of things, is now working as a lighting fixtures associate at his local home depot. But despite missing the transcendent mullet that 
it once granted him superhuman abilities. It is clear that the evil scheme of whatever treacherous Delilah lopped off the luxurious locks of ECW's one-time Samson has obviously failed because Mike Awesome has a look in his eyes that could burn through lead. A look that screams, I know what my fucking name is. I know who I am and nothing can change that. Least of all, this pitiful chorus of booze from a sad sea of toothless virgins like you. This is a, an old feud rekindled. Uh, as you can see, Mike Awesome no longer has uh, the mullet. That Man. is clean. That is done. He looks like a dad now, for sure. Next down the ramp is Awesome's longtime rival, a man who is a living monument to scar tissue and spilled hemoglobin. A man who each night before laying down to sleep on a bed of nails brushes his teeth with steel wool and then flosses with barbed wire. A man whose alarm clock is just a stick of fucking dynamite. A man who inspires terrible nightmares in the minds of little steel chairs everywhere for while human children learn to fear the boogeyman, the children of steel chairs awaken in a cold sweat, crying uncontrollably as they envision the horrible density of this man's skull. It's Masato Tanaka! I love Tanaka's body he is so he, <laughs> his, his build he, because he's just like his body's a wonderland look at Temple him look <laughs> about this he made look, a trick oh about it oh god come on uh, <laughs> as the bell sounds Mike Awesome wastes little time in reminding our herd of captive juggalos that he was shattering expectations and flying through the air like a fucking cruiserweight when they were still bombing their SATs and pretending that they did not care that they were sitting at home with a rented copy of Conker's Bad Fur Day while Veronica Watson was attending the prom with all all-conference star quarterback Steve Adams. This aerial pioneer of awesomeness dives over the top rope like a malevolent condor now, sending Tanaka's thoracic spine crashing into the steel guard rail. It's a bird. It's a plane. It's a 292-pound dad. Uh-huh. Uh, I think that's chicken. Oh, I can do it. Paka. Memories. Tanaka is now back on his feet, ladies and gentlemen. I don't believe it. And he is pretty pissed off now, which he communicates by backdropping Awesome into the crowd and then throwing a steel chair right into his fucking face. Do I know Mike Awesome? Is he still around or did he just dip out? This is the last 
time I, I ever yeah. saw him wrestle. I don't think he ever comes back. No. Oh, he's dead. Oh, that doesn't help. He died two years later after this. Whoa. Bummer podcast. A pro wrestler dying before before he should? We're going to have to do a Mike Awesome Memories We are. Shit. The awesome one has digested the chair sandwich that Tanaka just force-fed him, and he's apparently still hungry for more, as evidenced by his next act, which constitutes the literal attempted murder of his opponent. Hope you aren't someday planning on holding any grandkids, Awesome screams as he hoists Tanaka up above his head and launches him neck first through a ringside folding table. Oh my god. Oh! Oh. No, I don't like it. On his neck. I don't like it at all. Yowchie. JBL's love. Man, JBL is in incredible shape. (laughs) Up there in that button down. Oh my god, that is not how you want to go through a table. Oh, Jesus. Tanaka is not human, ladies and gentlemen. He has survived an awesome bomb through a table. He has endured an awesome splash from the top rope. And now, three sickening chair shots to the head. But somehow, Tanaka is now back on his feet. Awesome's chair Maybe dented all to shit, but the same cannot be said for Tanaka's fighting spirit and awesome cannot believe his eyes. It's cool, but also in the same way of like setting off Roman candles in your hand is cool. <laughs> right, yeah. 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 No, it's good. It's good that we're like that... setting up fireworks in a public toilet. Like that sounds really cool. Oh, yeah. We're doing that after this. It's good that oh, that no. it doesn't happen anymore. Oh, this is the peer pressure podcast. Yeah. Yeah. This is where we go out and blow shit up with fireworks that are, may or may not be legal. Our hero of Japanese wrestling has seized the momentum, folks, catching awesome in his patented diamond dust maneuver and then planting his rival with a violent tornado DDT on a steel chair. They call him Umami Mike because he's just, oh, Umami. Whenever he, whenever he bites the, the he bites a wing, he's like, "Ooh, Mike is my heel for sure." He bites into a wing, he's like, "Oh, I don't oh, know, mommy, jewel, jewel of the desert." Umami Mike with <laughs> the jewel of the desert. Tanaka climbs to the middle turnbuckle and soars away with a steel chair in hand, driving it into Awesome's face. Any mortal man would be dead by now. But Awesome kicks out at a count of two. He ducks Tanaka's feared Dangan elbow and then cuts him in half with a vicious spear. It's anybody's wrestling match, ladies and gentlemen. This is bonkers. <laughs> they just kill each other for like 15 minutes. Uh, Look at him. That's Umami. <laughs> <laughs> It's unclear what it will take for either man to accept defeat tonight, ladies and gentlemen. But in this humble announcer's opinion, it would not be out of the realm of possibility for one of our frustrated competitors to finally stab the other with a sword in order to secure a victory. 
Tanaka, DDT's awesome through another table, arousing the unwashed collective of Jolt Cola message board moderators into a wild frenzy. I've got a couple. I've got a, a big one for me is Squish Squish, what's the juice? I Wait, that's it. all one catchphrase? Squish, quish, what's the like juice? Yeah, it'll be like, well, like, so let's say, like, you're, we're talking in a private setting, and I, I'm like, ooh, I gotta hear something. I wanna hear what's up. I'll be like, yo, bo, squish, squish, what's the juice? And you would give me some hot piece of goss, like, um, the, um, Mike actually has non-nicotine vape. Would I start it with squish, squish, here? Wait, I juice? have no, yeah, I'll tell you, you the juice. Oh, God. You would, bo would spread a rumor, I'd be like, squish, squish, that's the juice. Oh god. I have non-nicotine. Oh god. Oh god. Oh god. <laughs> I, I How th- many tables does this man have? Sorry, sorry, sorry. You just pause the Sorry. I, sorry. Exciting. Sorry. Whew, good thing this wasn't a watch along. Thank God! We are in the final throes of this violent exhibition of something about the human condition that makes us all very uncomfortable. Awesome! Power bombs Tanaka through the remnants of a table, but somehow fails to secure a three count. An exasperated awesome now sets up yet another table outside the ring, and once again, wrestling fans prove that they are absolutely the fucking worst thing about wrestling as they try to stifle their tiny erections while chanting this match rules in order to communicate to the wrestlers that they are aware that the hell that both of them are enduring tonight is but a farce and that they, the fans, are an equally important part of the show. Well, Fuck it then, I guess. Awesome mutters under his breath while he hurls Tanaka like a sack of goddamn potatoes over the top rope, out of the ring, and through the table onto the goddamn concrete floor. Are you not entertained? Our gladiator bellows as he once again takes flight. This for the final time, gliding through the air and landing on Tanaka's battered remains. Ava, I'm at a party and I'm like, yeah, we all, it's not bumping enough yet. We need to get a little crazy. I go tip to tap, sip that sap. And then everybody has to drink whatever they're drinking at that moment. Ooh, that's good. You go good. like, hey, y'all, tip the tap, sip that sap. So, like, right now you have to go. Yeah, you're bad. What happens if, if, they, if you do it at someone and they don't know the rules? Do you shame them publicly? Or what's, like, what's the punishment for not knowing? I'm just saying if you're at a party with me... You're gonna know it, okay, folks? Right. I mean, well, folks, I know now. I know it. Legend precedes itself, folks. <laughs> folks, folks, <laughs> listen here. That's a catchphrase in itself, right there. Folks, you would never make it on TV because the censors would be like, "Are you saying that?" <laughs> oh, the match is over, isn't it? Oh my God! Did yes. we just finish the match? I forget that, how short it is. Yeah. Wow. I forgot it was that short too. <laughs> Somehow. Both men are still breathing, much to the chagrin of the ECW faithful who have already diverted their attention to the cool new chant that they're going to start during the next match, making everyone see how cool and smart they are. 
Take that, Steve Adams and Veronica Watson. I didn't want to go to prom anyway. That's okay. I, I didn't care because I was having too good a time. That's right. Woo! That's what one. So what? Let's just overall. What you the match? Yay, nay. What'd you think about it? It went by pretty fast, faster than we thought. That's chaos. Chaos theory. Yeah, that's what they say. Chaos theory on the, the textbooks. In chaos, chaos theory. theory, they say it's going faster than the we thought. butterfly effect. Yeah. Ashton Kutcher. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know they made fucking like three of those movies. Well, uh, Did he oh, produce? Yeah. <laughs> produce uh, the other ones. I, the one that fucks me up the most is that they did make a Donnie Darko sequel. <laughs> what? Wasn't it his sister Demon. or something? Yes. And okay. they made a Blair Witch. Well, they did the Blair Witch remake, but they also made... Well, that isn't a remake. What would you call that? It was like a 25 years later. Oh. Uh, yeah. But they also had a, a sequel. They had a direct-to-video sequel to the Blair Witch that was not... It was just a generic script that they put the Blair Witch character into, but not the same style. I see. And there was a Donnie Darko sequel that starred her sister, who I think Did, they re- was it Maggie Gyllenhaal. No, God, no, of course not. Oh my God, not at all. <laughs> Richard Kelly was too busy working on Southland Tales at the mm. time. My favorite mm. show, Southland Tales. You ever see those shows that get advertised every once in a while? And you're like, who watches that? <laughs> That's Southland Tales. Southland Tales is a good one of those. Uh, so what, you what else? What else? What's another good one? We're all like, what's another oh. show? Maybe John uh, from Cincinnati's oh. a big one. That do you remember that one? Yeah, he was. Um, he was Jesus. The big, he was by uh, the Deadwood the, guy. The big plot point of that was uh, he was from Cincinnati. Oh, and don't forget Treme, the Big Easy. I what? What Treme? That was the the guy who made the wire. I love Treme. Oh, the big easy. <laughs> yeah, oh, Creole. Okay. And the grits and the shrimp. You got them shrimp around here. Should I debut? I have a comedy character I've been working on for uh-huh. a while. Yeah, tell and us. That's, and, I've been, and I'm like, should I give you exclusive? This is even debut coming it. on. Mm. This is coming on. I was going to do it on my podcast. And um, When's it come out? I don't know. I have no clue when, I, when, the, when, I, when we're going to record the next time. Mm. But man, get ready. This is um, Creole Yoda. Mm. Mm. I'm ready. Mm. S- s- <laughs> I say why. I say why. <laughs> it just sounds like Foghorn Leghorn. <laughs> put the put the grits with the shrimp. You will. <laughs> it sounds like it's, it's, kind of a, it's kind of a Dusty Rhodes thing well, too. Uh, say ah why. Say ah why. <laughs> Put the grits with the shrimp, if you will. <laughs> Zodico, my favorite music, it is. <laughs> That's Creole Creole Yoda. Creole Check it out. Lauren, if you're listening, I'm ready for the SNL stardom now. Mm-hmm. I will be... I will... Creole Yoda... We'll be on every fucking t-shirt in America. It's please. time. It's time. Baby's here and gone. It's time for Creole. <laughs> oh, Me and... Can one of you be uh, the Alec Baldwin Trump? The shitty Trump that he does? Absolutely. <laughs> there it is. Wait, Tell, wait. Tell you- me why, Mr. President. <laughs> I find those remarks very offensive. And... Do or do not. There is no president to me. <laughs> I don't think this is Creole anymore. What happened to what it? What I say. <laughs> say I was. Say I was. I'm like a real. I'm just a small town lawyer. <laughs> I is. <laughs> Listen, I got to say. Down in the bar, you are a Dago bar. 
Initially, I was very hesitant to embrace you, Creole Yoda, but now I got to say, I think you're fantastic. In the Trump I administration, fantastic. I am. Yeah. <laughs> I'd like to introduce my, head, new secretary, of, my new secretary of state. Head of the Jedi Council, I am Creole he's Yoda. Also, he's also the head of the Jedi Council. He's fantastic. He's great. Creole Yoda. Hotter oh. than a gumbo, you are... <laughs> I hit it like a gumbo after eating a gumbo. You are, Mr. President. I just I love the way he talks. I love it. It's it's like music to my ears. It's fantastic. I pointed out too as I workshopped this character with friends. I don't actually know how to talk as Yoda. I just add I just add you are and I am to the end of a sentence. Very I'm basically Creole Yoda. So thank you everybody. That's a hot preview. Check it out. Enjoy. Yeah. yeah, look for Creole Yoda everywhere. You will be, uh, you're going to walk into a Target and you're going to see their display of Spot the Dog. It's, you know. And he will be wearing Creole Yoda shirt. <laughs> He's going to be, and it'll be like, mix it up the gumbo I am. I think, and actually, what's cool, I saw on the, uh, the mix it up the gumbo. I saw the Disney Toy Flyer coming out, the annual Disney Toy Flyer. You know that one. Yeah. And they had Fuck they baby Yoda, Creole Yoda. They had a so much bigger, so much more famous, so much more popular. People will be like, "Fuck this baby." They have push well, this, him off a bridge. They have the Creole Yoda plushie, but he comes with his own shrimping boat, which is cool. It's like a life, like almost a life size shrimp boat comes with the plush, so it's a good, it's a good toy. It, you, the holidays are gonna, it's gonna fly off the shelves. Um. And then I'm working on another character that is bad. It's wor- If you thought Creole Yoda was bad, get ready for Chicago Watto. No what? <laughs> Chicago- <laughs> I don't even have any jokes for it yet, but Chicago Watto is coming. Uh, let me. Hey, hey, I need the bears. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's it. That's all you need, really. <laughs> I was on Tatooine recently, and I caught a great. Bod race. It was fantastic. And Adi, a ketchup on a hot dog, Adi. <laughs> I met this fantastic character. His name was Chicago Wada. Chicago Wada. And I got to say, he is, I think, the perfect person. We have perfect conversations all the oh, time. Oh, Adi, Michael Jordan, Adi. <laughs> He's the perfect person to be a part of my new. Beautiful administration. <laughs> he accompanies me to Mar-a-Lago every time I go. Oh. He's good friends with Melania. His name is Chicago Weddo. CM Punk Ani. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how it's wrestling yeah, related. Yeah, I brought it back to wrestling. <laughs> um, okay, so we we rate the matches. So shit, what did what do you think? What do you think Dave Meltzer gave this match, Mike? Ooh, I know what he gave it. Hold on. Do you, you know who Dave Meltzer is? Yeah, of course. The wrestling journalist guy. Correct. He's got really big forearms. He is. He's swole. He, uh, it's, I don't want to brag. I'm going to just... This is a weird... This is time where I can... This is a strange time where I right can now. actually flex in my life. You know, I was on a radio program one time with Dave Meltzer. Oh, Whoa. right. Yeah, yeah, he brings it we up. We weren't in the same room or anything. We weren't in the same room, but both our voices were on the same. Why am I slipping back into Trump? Why am I slipping back into oh, President Meltzer, Trump? Dave Meltzer, Ani. <laughs> Brian Alvarez, Ani. <laughs> Brian Alvarez. <laughs> 
Ah! <laughs> uh, yeah, I was on the same. I was on the same podcast. Yeah. Uh, well, it wasn't a podcast. It was a ra- It was an internet radio show. As Dave Meltzer, I, I, I wasn't in a radio shit. show. It was it's an fine. Instagram video. It was fine. It was just. It was. It was a roundtable episode. It was, where I was we, a tweet thread. We, he and I were on it. <laughs> that wasn't. We were actually on the same show. Anyway. Uh, yes, Dave Meltzer gave this match, I believe, four and a quarter out of five stars. Really? Well, yeah. Interesting. I would have thought he would have given it lower. Just because of how messy it was. Well, he didn't. Because apparently, <laughs> oh, he, okay. <laughs> apparently he really appreciated how much they beat the shit out of yeah. each it was other. A, it was a pretty fucked up match in terms of people getting thrown around, getting chucked through stuff. A lot of chair shots. So if you were yeah. a kid and you would have saw this, you would have been like, they're getting thrown around. This is a sport. Can't watch this. Can't watch <laughs> That's this. That's your rubric we learned earlier. No, uh, <laughs> I probably, I don't know what I, I think I probably would have been in a like weird, the weird fucked up like death match wrestling. There's some crazy shit on that whole pay-per-view. If you yeah. ever have the time to watch the whole thing, it's nuts. Yeah. It sounds I like probably, a watch along for sure. Mm-hmm. I probably would have liked it more. Cause like, obviously with all sports, there are horrific injuries that hurt a lot. But it's usually glossed over or in a television production. They, you know, keep it off screen. Right. Whereas in wrestling, that's like part of the show. Yeah. 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 And uh, I probably would have been like, oh, I would have seen more of the pageantry through that. Right, 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 right. Yeah. Yeah. So when we, uh, when we rate these matches, we kind of rate them on our own mm-hmm. scales. A better scale a than more, Dave Meltzer. A more right. uh, complete scale a scale that if dave Meltzer were to look at it he'd be like this is better this is better this is better essentially we invent our own categories and then we give them uh, a star rating out of five mm. so for instance because this match was extremely shithouse it was a big old shithouse i'm gonna give this match four and a half out of five shithouses interesting yeah because they really uh beat the shit <laughs> Out of each other for yeah. like thirteen really intense minutes. There <laughs> yeah, was, yeah. I mean, there was just like absolutely no resting. It was just one big spot to another. Tanaka took like seven chair shots to the head and kept getting up because he's a maniac. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also, their bodies are both total shit house body. <laughs> Mike Awesome is like again a billion feet tall. He's yeah. a monster. Yeah, that's the whole commentary on that he's just a big guy he did do a big jump i remember the big jump was very impressive was very big it was a the big jump was good wait which he i think he did multiple big jumps didn't he i think the first one that came out of nowhere is the one that really got me yeah Yeah. call that a like what would you even call that as a move you literally just jumped over the top rope and landed on that dude Awesome dive. The, the, awesome <laughs> dive. <laughs> the awesome, I call this the awesome the dive. Awesome dive. Okay, I got another rating for you. Oh, I'm gonna give this fucking match a four and three quarters stars. Wow. Out of five, eighteen wheelers rolling down the street uh-huh. through a residential neighborhood mm-hmm. in 1984 on a hot summer day while kids are trying to eat some ice cream and the driver honks that fucking big rig horn and he knocks all the ice cream out of the kids hands well now that we're in 1984 and the south again uh, internet's not big so how would you represent that writing in an illustration because it seems a little too elaborate 
Really? Yeah, for the magazine, a little too elaborate. Mm. I would say uh, I'd give this match a four and three quarters out of five scaring children. <laughs> Well, I'm in 1984, and Big Brother's watching, uh, oh. and and he's enjoying it. He always he's is. having a good time. Wouldn't it be funny if Big Brother wasn't enjoying it? He was like, God, I'm so bored with these people. <laughs> oh, it's the uh, same thing. How do we turn day. off the feed? Oh, God, why is the red light on again during his match? Uh. Is it George Orwell? What? George Orwell? Did he write anything? George Orwell? It was. George Orwell, thank you. George Orwell. Orwell. It was George Railroad Martin wrote it back, and it was. <laughs> I'm getting to chuckle to myself about George R. R. Orwell. <laughs> <laughs> now that that's a literature game of if you ever birds. Me. <laughs> game of birds. I repeat, because George Orwell game, is from no. Britain, and they call mm. they call ladies birds there. Game of birds. <laughs> yeah. George R. R. Orwell. <laughs> All right, Russ. We'll give you time to think. I'll yeah. give my ratings. Do you have anything else, Mike, actually? Mm, uh, yeah. No. One more. Okay. I'm going to give this match a... Uh, I'm going to give it five out of five sweaty chests. <laughs> I think it's self-explanatory. They were glistening. Mike was sweating immediately upon getting through the ropes. Fan myself <laughs> off during this match. It was hot. Bo. Mike and Mike on the TV and Mike... On the couch, both hot, sweating. Hot match. There's a lot of oil spewing around. Woo. Yeah, it's like a sponge just soaking up into the couch, and we're all sharing it. Okay, Rate this my, match, Bo. <laughs> my rating. So I only wrote one down. I'll, I'll think of some other ones, but the one I wrote down was I'm going to give this uh, match uh, three out of four cheesecake factories. Ooh. Okay. Oh, wow. Okay. And I just recur- occurred to me that three out of four is not a rating. No, that sounds perfect. I want you to double it's down. It's only three out of, less than a one. I, want you, jack I shit. want you to double down on that yeah, fucking you choice. To, three. So <laughs> it's a three fourth. It's 0.75. That's a really low score. 0.75. <laughs> Yeah, it's really fun. All right, those three men out- sacrificed their bodies for your entertainment. <laughs> three out of four Cheesecake Factory managers agree. Dave Meltzer. This match like, was... Like, You're disapproving yeah. Dave Meltzer. He's like, I don't know if it'd go in the Tokyo Dome, but it's not that bad. <laughs> Fuck these guys. <laughs> Fuck these guys. Fucking with my system. <laughs> so, three out of four Cheesecake Factories. Because I so felt like... Third, if you, so, you're saying... You, if you were going to invite enough people to come watch this match, you would invite enough people to fill three fourths of a cheesecake factory. Correct. Yeah, that's how many people you'd enjoy. You we, think we'd rent out most of the place. Wait, this is a thing that's going to happen. <laughs> yeah, we're going to rent out. We're going to rent out three quarters of the joint for a private event, and then we're going to watch just this match, but it's on rotation minutes. for for. Do, do they charge you by the minute? How expensive is it to watch this match? <laughs> hey. You guys know about that cheesecake menu, men, that cheesecake factory menu? Yeah, Whatever. it's got a cheesecake on it. No, no, no. Do you do you know about that cheesecake factory? It's like a book or something, right? I haven't heard about it. It's like a scroll. What's it? What is it? It's fucked up. What's on it? <laughs> Why is it fucked? Everything. They just print a couple pages off Rotten.com and print it on, put it on there. It's, it's fucked up. It's longer than the Bible. Longer than the Bible? It's got like 300 <laughs> entrees on it. Yeah. I think I think you, they they have the whole menu and then 
they recopy the menu, but you can fry any of it. You can just deep fry any of it. <laughs> what? They could have said just add $10 to fry, but instead yeah. they listed them all well, again. we got enough of these fucking <laughs> hot oil burners here. We'll do whatever. We'll put whatever the fuck you want in it. This is like a circus. This place used to be like seven McDonald's, you know. They still got the fryers back there. Gotta Y'all use ever them. had a deep fried Cobb salad before? Is that that's a real thing? That's a beautiful thing. So explain three out of four cheesecake factories. Where um, how did you, how did you come to that conclusion? I was mainly looking at the audience. Uh huh. That's it. Oh, now I totally get it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no explanation. Yeah, no further like, explanations. Necessary. No, we got more ratings because we got to wrap this up. Tell me. I give this match seven. Yes. Negative seven mullets. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Negative seven mullets. It was gone. Yeah. No long hair. He don't care, man. When I looked up Mike Awesome. Yeah. You know what came up? The yeah. A beautiful that mullet. That's what came up. You want to see the first image that came up? A beautiful oh, haircut. The first image that came up? Oh. Whoa. Flying Whoa. high. Wild and free. A classic flow. I Bo put, just put the mic to Mike Awesome's picture to see if he wanted to tell us it. anything. Did you hear? No, no. So that the audience could, could see, could hear the mullet. Oh, you could hear so the So, yeah, mullet. that's what I get. Yeah. That's, that's, uh, I didn't have a lot of mullets, uh, but uh, 11 billion shit houses out of shit houses mm-hmm. is also another score. So, Russ, in the match, two or three ratings. Okay. Um, um, how, do, how would I put this? Um, since you are bad at rating things i'm gonna say this you guys are pretty bad at it because i don't really know what your rating system is i'm gonna borrow from the masters hold on i'm getting the baby face Mm. shine by the way i'm roasting you and um (laughs) i'm gonna borrow from the masters um siskel and ebert (laughs) the great right right Right. and i'm gonna give this match i forgot their ratings (laughs) i'm gonna give it two thumbs up but one of them is an orange cassidy thumbs up okay ah because I, I think that probably, yeah, like one and a half thumbs up. Yeah. Because I, I quite enjoyed it. Um, I kind of like the storytelling part of pro wrestling a little bit more. I didn't get a lot of that, but in terms of like two guys going into the ring and fucking yeah. each other up yeah. in a spectacular and exciting way, I quite enjoyed it. Um, I'd say those guys are more workers than I'd say like kind of the more storytelling side of things. Mm-hmm. But damn it. I, I the they, the story they told is these men. This is their last shot. ECW's going away. <laughs> yeah. They're going the fuck out. I I enjoyed it. Yes. Cool. Okay. Glorious. Anything else? Take um, all the time you need. I'll make it. I'll edit it so pretty. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna make me sound. I want to sound like a Joel Peach. <laughs> Creole Yoda's back. I am. <laughs> <laughs> um, I didn't know for sure until Yoda clarified it. <laughs> so, um anyway no um yeah i yeah that's about it uh it does make me more intrigued about ecw which is such a weird part of wwe history yeah it's a failed part of wwe history but and then ecw itself i'd say is a it's a failed company but not a failed thing you there, know it, the impact that it, it has a, such a beautiful place in people's heart right yeah yeah and um it kind of offered something that WWE did it, and we're only starting to see that kind of wrestling come back now, really, right? Kind of, yeah. 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 So, I mean, and then also the other, the caveat to that, I would say, is that there was a lot of extremely dangerous stuff that happened in ECW. I do want to say this now, watching the match, seeing a lot of uh, headshots with chairs, 
as cool as it will look or like, oh shit, that looked like it fucking hurt. You do constantly think about like, ooh, that's like shaving literally 20 yeah. minutes off of somebody's life yeah. every time they do it. Yeah. Like you could calculate the amount. What's Wait. your chair shot rating then? Um, like in terms of how much I don't like chair shots. What's your rating? Oh, okay. <laughs> you. As I said, you guys are bad at rating because you're you have painted me into a fucking corner. Am I giving okay. chair shots the concept? So Russ loves chair no, shots. I didn't see that. I tell you what, head. Russ saw that Will Smith movie Concussed or whatever yeah. it was called. <laughs> fucking booed it the entire time. Yeah. Boo, Not real. Boo. This is the worst genie I've ever seen. Boo. Fiction. Fiction. <laughs> Action. Then he hit everyone in the head on the way out. Yeah. Hashtag, hashtag not my genie. This is not the my worst genie. sequel to Men in Black I've ever seen. <laughs> oh, man. But, okay, well. There's only one more question everyone has, though. That's right. Uh, but before we do that, what do you have anything to plug? Uh, April 21st, 2020. Plow is back. Um, we have not announced the name of this specific show. Um, the last one will have been um, Plow Love at First Fight. Um, but there's gonna we already have big plans for it. There's gonna be some wild shit. Um, and there will be some real tough, hard boiled wrestling. Well, there will not be wrestling because we're the premise of Plow is that we're um Portland's only wrestling league that lost its wrestling license. So legally we cannot wrestle. So instead we compete through bullshit. And um it has funny stuff and it's very good. Also, I gotta plug my podcast like I always do. Check out Hogcast Speedy Delivery, the number one independent Sonic Pizza podcast on the planet. <laughs> it's, it's a good. Sonic the Hedgehog slash pizza podcast. We've made 116 episodes. There's so many episodes. We, <laughs> we started five years ago. We did it for two years as a joke, and then we've done it for three years. Like, please, I we work so hard on this. We have to do. <laughs> right? we, I, we this is not funny. Any, why did we choose this as our premise? But we promised each other we'd keep doing it until we die. <laughs> Also, we have a spin-off kind of podcast called um Shootcast Jabroni Delivery, which is an actual play wrestling podcast mm-hmm. where we play a really fun indie RPG called the WWWRPG, the Worldwide Wrestling RPG. And we just uh we have we it's a fake wrestling league I created, and we have a real funny series of characters. Uh we got Broken Mike, who is a <laughs> Who might? Who's Darby Allen? Except he's addicted to social media. <laughs> and it, I, on our la- on the last episode we put out, he became a radical centrist <laughs> who was fighting to make sure that there was no uh, that all politicians could work together and shake hands at the end of the day and have a beer together. Wow, and, That's a, a uh, mighty premise to hold yeah. on to. And um, we also on. have Aiden, the disruptor Brantley, who is a who's just Elon Musk, but if he was a wrestler. And he has he created the app Beesbo, and <laughs> and he, what was, what did uh <laughs> and his pop star girlfriend Gunk is at all the wrestling shows. Oh, <laughs> so, wow! So check so, it out. It's awesome. a funny show. Um, I'm very proud of it, and it's actually it sounds bad, but it's good. It sounds great. It sounds glorious. Yeah. Um, you got two new fans, and we haven't even heard it yet. Yeah, it's very funny. Um, what's yeah. your Twitter? Um, it's Piss Goblin on Twitter. <laughs> Check it, it out. Uh, I, I know cho- it is. I chose that name back in 2015 or 2014, actually, and I've regretted it ever since. And when people in real life told me that, this one girl started calling me Goblin, and I could not hang out with that friend group anymore. So, so you said 2015? <laughs> 
Yeah. So basically, you're like, ooh, Lucha Underground. I'm going to get into this and start a new account here. I, piss college goblin. just makes you do wild things. I went crazy in college. Some people, piss you know, handle. they experiment with their <laughs> sexuality. Some people try out a new art form. You know, me, yeah. I, yeah. I get into pro wrestling and... <laughs> Yeah, and create a Twitter handle that's, that's called Pisscoff. Yeah, it's just piss not gobble. marketable at all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's great. If an employer heard what it was, I'd probably get fired. So. <laughs> okay. You don't even want to see the stuff I post on there. <laughs> I guess we just have to hope then for Russ's sake that no one. But <laughs> 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 was trying to hold in his cough <laughs> and it didn't work. We have to hope that no one listens to this so that Russ can keep his job. Hey, Bob Iger, the CEO of Disney, if you're listening to this, please, please hire me as one of the Dapper Dans at Disneyland. And don't judge me for having Piss Goblin as my name. Yeah. Uh, I want to be one of the Dapper Dans and I want to eat um, uh, Dole Whip for every meal. So thank Before you. our final question, what is the Dapper Dan at Disney? You don't know the Dapper Dans? I it's don't. the barbershop quartet. Okay, so they, they hangs they, okay. out on Main Street. Uh, by the way, my other big hobby is Disneyland garbage. So, <laughs> this is I a- have another podcast hey. idea. Oh, no. <laughs> I can't, there's not another Disney fucking podcast. There's one in my brain. It's okay. been there for a while. <laughs> uh, if it's about, uh, what is it called? Superstar Limo. I will talk about Superstar Limo. I don't know what that is. Oh, hey, everybody. Go to go watch that Defunct Land video about... Um, Superstar Limo. It is probably one of my favorite documentaries ever. Ooh. It fills me with glee, and I want to live in the world of Superstar Limo. Mwah, I love it. Check out Superstar Limo on superstarlimo.com. <laughs> That's my plug. Disregard everything I've said so far. Just watch that YouTube video. <laughs> I need more people to talk about it, because I think about it so much. Mm. Well, we have one last question we ask our guests, and we ask it of ourselves. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. I'll start with Mike. Mike, uh, what is wrestling? Oh, what is wrestling? This part of the show, by the way, is called the Wrestling Invocation, where you just uh, say what's in your heart. And I feel like you're stalling. I'm not stalling. <laughs> I really feel like you are. The you want me to bring Chicago Wado back while you think it up? Of the segment. No, I got it. I already got it. He has it. He's got okay. it in the chamber ready to go. Because I don't need to have Casimir it. Casimir Pulaski Day, Ani. <laughs> Mike, what the fuck is wrestling? Humboldt Park, I mean. <laughs> character, that is one thing, is he just says thanks from Chicago and yells Adi afterwards. He's going to work, Lauren. Check it, check it out. Lauren, check it out. Wrestling is... <coughs> <laughs> It's a laugh. Oh, to be oh, fair, I held, laugh I, I held that to, to cough in your face. Oh Go for it. What's wrestling? Fuck you, Bo. Wrestling is that favorite of album of yours. <laughs> album. Okay. Uh, that has one bad song on it. You like it anyway as a whole work, but... The bad song on the album keeps it from being perfect, and you understand why other people don't regard this album as being great. The album that would come to mind for me would be Eminem, the Venom soundtrack. (laughs) 
actually know. Venom, Venom, I'm gonna get him, get him, get him, Venom. Minimal. I'm sorry, Mike. You've spent 45 minutes trying to get this out, and now you've lost your train of thought. I haven't lost my train of thought. Because I was thinking about Venom by Eminem. But please continue. Stranglehold is the single off the album. Ted Nugent, self-titled. He's a bad man in real life. Okay. Yeah. Don't like him in real life. Okay. Well, one could call him Turd Nugent. He could. Turd, Turd Nugent. Nugent. But that album mm-hmm. is almost perfect. And I feel like that's how I feel about wrestling because wrestling is almost perfect. Mm-hmm. But you just have these little moments along the way that make you ashamed to like this thing. Yeah. Okay. In this yeah. context, probably those chair shots to Masato Tanaka's Yeah. Head. Yeah. And that's like, uh, So. I still enjoy that thing. That's wrestling? That's wrestling to me. That's wrestling. Hey, Bo. Yeah. What's wrestling to you? Wrestling is a favorite movie. Mm-hmm. That movie has some embarrassing things on it. But most of the movie's good. <laughs> <laughs> but some of the movie's like, what is this? And you fast forward through it. But some of it's good. Like it's the old Kevin Spacey movie, right? Unusual Suspects. Great movie. Great flick. Trouble. Trouble flick. Kevin Spacey's in it. Don't like him. Don't like him. Directed by Brian Singer. Don't like him. Movie itself, though. Pretty good. So that's wrestling. Yeah. <laughs> Baby. The exact same thing as Mike's, but with a different medium. <laughs> that's okay. But the good thing about this was we didn't get a shower analogy. It's true. Yeah. We didn't get an in-depth description of what it's like when the hot water hits your naked body. You'd be electrocuted. Okay. Which is typically watching. where we end up when gotcha. Bo does a wrestling invocation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, Russ. Yeah. What is wrestling? Wrestling is a lot like the Disneyland ride America Sings. <laughs> because it's about, it's a lot of pageantry, mm-hmm. it's a lot of showmanship, yeah, and somebody died on it. <laughs> so, <laughs> but you know what? I still kind of like America Six. So you know what? Fuck, that's wrestling. <laughs> that's wrestling. That's so wrestling. I basically do the same thing as both of you, but it's about a Disneyland ride, and the main complaint is somebody did get decapitated on it. Yeah. So, but uh-huh. I can't go into it. And it's not funny. Hey, that's not funny. Yeah, that's, that's not funny. That's fucking not creep. You goddamn creep ass fans. Funny. You think that's funny, you creeps? Listeners. Hey, the fans, they weren't laughing. They I were meant. crying. I'm the protecting the fans here. Right. Yeah, we're doing this for them. Trying to get himself over. That's what we say every week. We're doing this for you he guys. Comes on we're not our doing show. this for us. Russ comes we're on our show and tries to get over on us. Oh, wait. Because it was he and I against you, but I think now it's he, you and me against this. Is Russ the yeah. heel now? And we're, right. and we're both I'm baby faces? I'm getting one over on you now. Stone Cold Stunner. Oh, close run right into Mike. That's right, folks. Close Ryan. That's my own special version of the clothesline. And now I'm the the official uh, Tope Suicide champion, and I, I own the podcast feed now, and uh, it's going to be exactly the same from now on. But anyway, thank you, everybody. Here we are alone by ourselves. All by lonesome. Russ is gone. No more Russ. We are sad. He's our friend. We, we feel sussed bad. out the Russ. We sussed out the Russ. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. I enjoyed that. Yeah, it was fun. He's a good dude. He debuted a couple characters. Mmm. Lucy's. Real hot. Creole Yoda. <laughs> About so to take dumb. the world by storm. Oh, it's so dumb. I love it. Mm, mm, mm. Uh, I think you liked the match. Um, 
I do wish it was longer. We didn't really prepare how long that was. We for, kind of forgot it was a bit shorter. Yeah. So we talked through most of it, mm-hmm. but we still were there for like the, the high spots, like the big chair chair shots, the big table cracks. Yeah. Well, we're here I, for the chair shots, the, the table, table cracks, cracks <laughs> the, the the bell dongers. You the, see that's uh, that swift battle donger he you got? You that bell donger the other night? Oh, he battle donger. Oh, no. No. Uh, that's where the donger's got a sharp edge. Yeah. Yeah, I, I do think that it's really fun to do these because it gives me ideas for what to do next time they're on the yeah. show. Like, this was... It's We're hard. really building a world of Tope Suicida. Yeah. A universe of guests yeah. and people. So now, the next time Russ is on, I want to do something that is extremely dramatic and very story-heavy. You know, I just did with Justin, right? Something right. like that. Would Something be good. like that. Yeah, maybe uh, big show, big boss band, dad funeral. No, <laughs> <laughs> maybe no. Okay, no. I was thinking, but I've got like uh, like Randy Savage, Jake the Snake uh, in my head, or I've got, or, or like Jake the Snake, uh, Rick Rude mm-hmm. with uh, with Jake's wife Cheryl on his trunks on his trunks Ooh, yeah something like never has a man been more angry at an airbrush something like that or maybe ooh, that might be interesting maybe some bret hart owen hart shit yeah familial brother drama. that brother and they had some feud yeah bangers of a match didn't they fight on that stone cold one or did he fight someone else brett uh didn't he wrestle owen there's he, one paper yeah. where he wrestles Owen and then goes and wrestles someone else later, isn't there? Yeah, so WrestleMania 10, he wrestles Owen in the first night of the match, and then he wrestles Yokozuna in the last oh, night okay, of the okay, match. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's fun to it's fun to think about. Something that's very, very story-heavy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't know what we really do in these outros. It's been a while. Yeah. I say that every time, but I really do think it's been a while since we've done an outro. I think you go ahead and, well, why don't I do it this time? You know what? Do it. Fuck. I'll just jump in when you miss something. If, if, if. Oh, if. wow. <laughs> not not really a lot of support not, there. Not. Up front Who's from there? Dickhead. We've, sw- <laughs> <laughs> We've switched. I'm the baby face now. You know, it's an ever changing story. You got to keep the product Ooh, fresh. <laughs> well, everybody, we want you to follow us on Facebook, Tope Suicida. We're also on. That's not it. Try again. We're also on Twitter at Tope Suicida Pod. Correct. Same handle for Instagram. Maybe even the same handle on Facebook. Definitely right? is. Yeah, you're correct. All right. You're on even you, ground. If you need to send us an email, it's Tope Suicida Pod at gmail.com. Incorrect. Uh, Net, Netscape. <laughs> <laughs> you want to follow us individually on Twitter, we always recommend that. I'm at Mike from TV. That's at Mike from tv Bo is at Bo rosser that's a b-e-a-u cousin beautiful yes it's the french bow for some reason hello bonjour, bonjour. allons-y i'll get that character eventually bonjour les enfants de parapluie bonjour les enfants okay anyway, now we okay anything else in the outro what else plug the email plug the socials mm-hmm. i feel like there's something we got a show coming up Yes, we have a show, uh, a Saboteur, on March 17th, part of the opening act for uh, a kickstand comedy space, Velodrome, their show they have every Tuesday night with a rotating uh, house team, Mm -hmm. and this one's Papa. Papa? 
Pop which up. we actually have not opened for yet, and they're uh, a group of uh, really four great improvisers, one of the better groups in the, in the city, I think, personally. So I'm really excited about opening for them. Yeah, and there's probably going to be a, a middle a middle act, another team, or a stand up or something. Who knows? Love those folks. Yeah, March fifteenth. Beautiful. Yep. March fifteenth. March seventeenth. Hey, hey, I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. Do you have any soups up stuff? Because I think you're, I think your velo soups up so uh, week before, so isn't it? I know for sure that on. Well, actually, yeah, this will have already. Yeah, we're performing. Uh, soups up, which is another improv team I'm a part of, is going to be performing Friday, March 27th at Kickstand Comedy. And then if you're around in April, we're going to be performing on April 7th and April 17th. So please check us out. That's Kickstand Comedy in downtown Portland. Uh, really, probably the best up and coming comedy space in the entire so. city. Yeah, they're getting their board together. Once the board's together, they can free up that Kickstarter money and they can start remodeling. It's the shit that I've heard on the Grapevine. Boy, it's gonna be hot when mm-hmm. that place is all yep. together yep. and everything is just got a brand new coat of paint on it. Busting. Ooh, baby. Um, I also want to say uh, this little self plug because I, I it's something I might start here. I did the first one today. I recorded a video called Ask Professor. It's five minutes long. It's on my Instagram at, at Bo Ross or B-A-U-R-S-S-E-R. Um, watch it. Uh, it's just me as a professor talking about a student encounter with a student. Uh, that's it. Yeah. So watch it because I want to do more of them, but I would like some feedback. And I don't care about your feedback, really. I'm going to do what I want. But anyway. But leave Bo nice feedback, though, yeah. because he's very sensitive. Fragile, very fragile. Very sensitive. Drop of a hat, I could cry at Fuck. any moment. Yeah, like, why don't you guys be nice for once? Yeah, just, you know, stop so doxing, negative. doxing me. So I got negative. swatted. I was playing video games the other day, yeah. and a SWAT team showed up. What? I got swatted. What? By the alt-right. What? God! 